0: Hello and welcome to Infamous, the audio podcast. This is Brandon, or Mutilis, on Discord.
1: This is Parker, go by one who parks on Discord. This is just Jeremy on Discord. I'm just Jeremy on Discord now.
2: And this is Aaron, I go by Treffenwood.
0: What are you doing? (laughs) What do you mean, what am I doing?
3: You know what I'm doing. Just stop. (laughs) I love that every time there's this little pause and clickety-clickety-clack-clack, and everyone now knows what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect.
0: I mean, we're going to have to open up our Discord just so people can see the names change. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, Lord.
0: My favorite is when, like, people try to tag you, and they're like, what the fuck is his name this week? (laughs) Yeah, it's...
1: Oh, boy. I apologize. All right.
0: Uh, Parker. Good news, you're down to 728 probationary episodes.
3: And counting.
0: Just chopping it down. Let's see, don't we have a bet going? Oh yeah, next Captain America will not be an Avenger. And that's it for right now. Yeah. Alright. So, Parker, do we have any news? We do. News.
2: Hey! News! 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 News!
3: News! News! So, we know uh, that Logan the Wolverine is going to be a character in the game. That's what we know. Uh, and we have also have his card, and I kind of don't want to talk about it because of how sad it makes me. <laughs> uh, I say this whole segment, I was just going to ask Jeremy
0: for his, his immediate gut-wrenching reaction.
3: Yeah, my, my mouthfeel on this was quite poor. So let's go ahead and mm-hmm. I'm just going to rip this Band-Aid off. Here we go. This is Logan the Wolverine. Uh, is it, he, though? It is. Is it, is though? though? That's a really good question. Is it though. The cool. mouthfeel is like a lava rock. Yeah, it's just it's like a pumice stone. Uh, AMG is just trying to save everyone a hundred dollars. Calm no, down.
1: We're personally <laughs> yeah, being
3: trolled. I just want to. I just want to say. Can I just tell? Can I just tell people what's on this damn? Okay. He just, is. Just summarize. Yes, he, he has six on the both sides. He has four defense and four energy defense. There you go. He's had four be- better energy defense. Hey, hey, there you go. Um. <laughs> He is uh, size 2. Myst- Mystic's still 2, by the way. His mystic is still 2. I'm not talking about the things that are bad. Um, <laughs> oh. oh, so is we're done we're gonna then. Do this. Yeah. We're done then. He's a really good character. He's a really good character if you look at these three things. Um, <laughs> is he?
0: Let's, we just talked about last week how there's like nine I, like 3.4
3: energy characters. I'm going, I'm going to tell you how good he is. Here we go. Uh, he does have X Slash. Uh, which is a range three now. It's exactly the same as his old one. Five dice. It does uh, have a wild pierce. He gets uh, power equal damage, and he places within one after he attacks. Really cool. This is actually one of the really interesting things about his card because almost everybody else has to pay power for this. I don't. Is there anybody who does this on a builder or a gainer uh, in the game? I yes. don't think so. Yes, Iron <laughs> Fist. Fine Iron Kick. Fist does. Okay, so Iron Fist is the other one uh but he, it's not a, but it is it's a builder not a gainer right I think beast does too Nope, beast moves on a wild Iron It's fist. not automatic it's yeah. not automatic yet. yeah So I I think this is pretty darn cool That that is cool He also has a uh a spinder it's uh, a spinder um it costs 4 it's seven dice it is a beam 3 with pierce and bleed and then after all the attacks have been resolved he can place himself within range one of the last character targeted so like if you're if you have three characters tar- targeted the last one you choose to take the role he can then place within one so both of his attacks place him and both are range three so interesting um the rest of the card is is fine uh it's really interesting actually but you uh, i don't want to talk about it
2: um what about the rest on of the hunt? card is you fine. don't
3: want to talk about on the hunt uh say there's two (laughs) very important things you have to read so just get through it okay um i'll read it if you don't want to. i I got it i could do it i could do it i guess i swear i could do it okay uh three power what i do isn't very nice it's an action it lets him immediately make an x slash attack and then if the target is size three or less it throws the target short um so it's kind of like malekith minus the move but he does move with the x slash so it's similar um i guess yeah so okay. he he moves with the X slash, and since both of the things are after the attack is resolved, he could move and then throw. Mm. Yeah. So it's similar. Yeah. Um, but it does co- it costs three power. Adamantium skeleton is the same as it used to be. He counts as size three. Uh, get out of my head is his passive. Interesting passive. Uh, the first time this character is damaged by an enemy mystic attack after the attack is resolved, other allied characters within three of him all take one damage, and they get one power for this. So basically, Logan becomes a one-damage AoE to everyone within three of him. Every Mm -hmm. time he's damaged by... Oh, sorry, the first time this character is damaged by a Mystic Attack each turn. Yep. So he himself does not take it because he's doing the damage. Worst superpower in the game.
1: No,
0: let's keep going. Let's get through it, then we can talk about okay. it. Okay, oh
3: uh, last passive, on the hunt. When well, this character makes attack, if there are no allied characters within three, this character may reroll up to two of its attack dice. So he has reroll two if he's all by himself. He has healing factor two and immunity stun. And adamantium skeleton,
0: which is the same as other Wolverine.
3: Yeah, I mentioned that. I, I didn't mention Oh, that. did you? Okay.
0: Okay, Jeremy. Vomit words at me. Um. I, I, yeah. You're doing a bad job. <laughs> None yeah, of these I were mean,
1: words how do you even so did um did they ban x twenty three did <laughs> I miss Did I miss something? not yet, oh okay, the announcement
0: hasn't come yet
1: i mean i I don't understand like I'm completely dumbfounded. Why in the holy fuck I mean, there's so many things you could do with this. I have no idea what's the reasoning, aside from so x force might have some sort of fantastic thing where you can't actually damage Logan. Well, there's a thing. Like, I don't know. Like, what in the holy hell? I, I, I don't get it. I do not get it.
2: Aaron, do you have thoughts? So, I think he's uh, actually pretty good with the uh, the new tactics card. That in uh, Weapon X, uh, you get excessive healing back every turn, just like I in the sky. That makes him pretty hard to kill. Wait, what? The regenerative uh, Weapon X tactics card, where you get excessive healing back in your hand.
0: We didn't talk about that. What's where is that at?
2: Oh, what? I just made it fucking up, but exactly. it would make him <laughs> awesome, right? I <laughs> well, yeah. okay. Yeah. Parker, do you have do you
0: want to get your hot takes out of the way before I start talking?
3: Yeah. Uh I, I will actually say at, at face value he he is different than the original Wolverine cause the original Wolverine, you know, kind of rolled down the middle and he kind of rolled downhill. And what's sad about him is that X 23 does a very similar thing, but probably much better for one point less. Um, and that's, that's the problem with, with the old Wolverine is he got outclassed. I think this Wolverine does slightly sidestep and go down a different path. Literally. He's not with your, he's not rolling downhill. He's going to be in the center with the rest of your army. He's going to be off fighting on a flank by himself. Um, There is one thing I would say about him that I think is interesting. While he's by himself, he's rerolling two of his dice. He does get a wild pierce. He is going to place himself. So unless your opponent can push him or throw him away beyond range three, which they could try... Uh, but if they can do that, he's going to be really, he's going to have a hard time. But if they can't do that, he's always going to go back onto the point. He's going to heal after he does it. So you want to to try to do it again. He's going to do damage and likely he's going to throw with his second action because he's going to spin three to make another X slash attack and throw you. So in this way, he is, he is, I think, a, a similar not great analogy, but a similar character might be someone like a Black Panther for four points. Because he's going to be able to sit on the side, push people away. And unlike Black Panther, he's going to be more bruiser and killy than Black Panther is. Black Panther may not ever kill anyone, but he, uh, this Wolverine might. Um, I think Black Panther is a really bad comp, but okay. I, the only reason is why is one? Black Panther is so yeah. much more difficult to down. And this Logan can just be gacked, right? Like, he's got six health and four defenses and no way to change that healing factor two lets him do it if he's not killed he'll come back and you know th- it'll make it harder to get you and he will have excessive healing once maybe. um so he's a, he's a bad Gr- gamora and Gamora's terrible i think oh, he's i, I think he's think much better gamora. i think he's much better yeah than gamora. gamora is
0: actually useless in my opinion i think okay i'm gonna say stuff now i actually think he's good i don't think he's good in like the Grand scheme of the meta, but I think he's a good four point model. He is definitely in the upper half of four point models released, which I know isn't really hard to get to with today's model design. But he's clearly better than regular Wolverine, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He, I think he is clearly better than most four point bruisers, and I think people are really underestimating the level of mobility he has. Like you said, if he gets out of range three of people, that's not great. But it's not easy to get him out of range three of people because he's placing every turn. Right. Sometimes multiple times a turn. Yes. And so you're going to need multiple control effects to get him out of range three. And then he'll move and be right, right back base to base with you. And so worst case scenario, you're probably moving once and getting a big attack. Um the fact that he can spend the three for a guaranteed throw up to size three that's omnidirectional i think is huge he can throw the vast majority of models in the game and it's guaranteed unconditional
3: what's that's re- huge but what's really cool is you get a throw for three costs which is actually pretty common a throw for three costs mm-hmm. and on top of that you can do the next slash which might re-roll twice and have pierce like you can do a lot of damage with that throw because it's an attack and a throw well it's Yeah, it adds throw to your next X slash, yes. But
0: because they both trigger at the same time, like you pointed out earlier, I can throw you into somebody and then place next to them and do my beam attack. And Mm -hmm. so he's going to be able, if he starts with a bunch of power, he'll be able to set up some crazy good tornado claws Mm -hmm. because you can just, what I do isn't very nice, into an efficient builder, drop throw them into a line, drop behind the line, and then throw your beam three out And now that you've placed away from your friends, everything's re-rolling two dice on a seven-die beam. That is a hugely efficient attack that's almost always going to trigger Pierce on all of them because you're effectively rolling nine dice on all of them. Mm -hmm. I think there's actually a lot of good things about this guy. The things he's missing are heavy survivability and action economy. Those are the only two things he's really missing. And so as long as you can keep him on the board... So he's if you put him on a flank... He's amazing at coming in later and cleaning up. Yes. Because he'll he'll just chain to multiple. Like, oh, I hit this guy. Place within one. Now I can reach this guy. Place within one again. Oh, and then I'm going to throw him as part of this. So I'm going to hit you for damage and then throw you into somebody else. And so I think he has really high potential. The problem is for the two things he's missing are actually kind of big. But he's very good at everything
3: he, he does. He's never gonna. He's never gonna take it on the chin. He should not be your shock troop. Like he's not gonna yeah. do that. You're just gonna lose him and feel sad. But right. And
0: yeah. Obviously, exceptional healing is in play, but that's not something you want to really rely on. You can't really have a bodyguard because of his negative. I I think it's gonna be
3: interesting. If he's still on the board, if he's still on the board on turn five, like I think yeah. he kills their whole army, right? Like he kills whatever's left. I think he can do that kind of thing. That's what's that is what's really cool about him.
0: Maybe. And this guy is also good at playing no matter the cost, so that you can um, Blade Tornado for one. Yep. And
3: then just heal two of it. Mm -hmm. I I like solo characters in this game. I like characters kind of go off and do their own thing. I think it's... I, I like that kind of character that I can count on to go do that. And since... And I usually play my X-23 like this guy wants to play, which is dive deep mm-hmm. and then sit there. And a lot of players I know use her kind of a hit-and-run model, like they have to come get her, which is really efficient with Storm's leadership and stuff, I know. But I think he's going to do a much better job than X-23 does at the thing I usually do with X-23.
2: I really think he'll be tied to a Texas Carter two, which is why I went on a rant earlier. So I yeah. think he has some glaring holes. I really don't think it's fair to assess him without knowing what else comes in the box. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I'm definitely
0: not willing to ever say a character is bad until we see the full release. I would um,
3: I think he's getting hated on a bit too much though. When you compare this character to like um uh well, actually here's maybe a better comparison to like a Black Panther. We're talking about somebody who could like do a whole bunch of damage like his ceiling might be really high in a turn. Um Black Swan, right? When you compare like Black Swan to this character, he is so much more consistent than Black Swan cuz Black Swan doesn't you know doesn't fix her dice very well so everything she does has to hit but if it does hit she's nuts he will do some similar things to what Black Swan does but he's actually going to be rerolling two of his dice the entire time he does it that's I mean a lot of though, top end damage I think that he is um, I don't know that's a good comp because
0: she has everything he doesn't have which is good defense and action economy um, I think the actual comp that people are missing is Carnage. Because he has healing mechanics, he hits like a truck if he can get there, and he's got a
3: great AoE finisher. But he doesn't move himself very well, at all. What do you mean? Carnage doesn't, or he doesn't? Carnage. I guess Carnage has to kill someone in order to move himself, he can then. Right, so once he's in combat range, he has mobility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I see it. Like once he has combat range, he has mobility. Yep, this will be similar. Mm-hmm. I think he has a little bit more initiative than Carnage does because Carnage, you have to roll, they have to die, then it happens, whereas he's just going to happen. So yeah. you can, you can like, okay, you're you're not right. dead, but I'm still throwing you, still placing, still doing the Carnage. I block.
0: think this is the next generation of Carnage, basically, mm-hmm. the the better designed
2: version. I think he's like, what if Beast and Ant Man had a baby? <laughs> Give me a weird look. Why Ant Man? Uh, because Ant Man a has a. Beam three physical seven dice, yes. Mm, I wish he was as mobile as Ant Man, right? But Beast provides the mobility and the throw. He's very so much. It's like, like the Beast.
0: worst parts of both of them. Yes. Okay.
2: I think there's a little a little bit of scornergy with. I want him on a flank, uh, but I also want him beaming. Right. I mean, if you take away his beam, he's really not good. Um, for a four, how about that? I think you need to get work out of his tornado claw, right? Because as has at been alluded some point, to, sure. I don't think he has to do it all the time or anything. No, but if effective nine dice beams. Oh my god, that's really. I
0: good. mean, if we're just looking at the math, as if you're actually playing him on a flank. If I told you somebody had a range three seven dice pierce attack and was only a four pointer, you'd be like, "Fucking sign me up!" Like, let's do it.
2: Like, it's got legs. It's not like he's worthless for four cost though. I mean, it costs four power to do that, so. You- you typically need to be hitting more than one person, right? Am I wrong? No, it, it's just his X slash is range. Three, oh, seven that ice. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it. So
0: I think what's going to happen is the box that's going to come out. No one's going to like a small percentage. Of people will buy it. And it'll be the diehard Wolverine fans and they'll play it. And what will usually happen when diehard fans buy something, they'll lose a lot of games because they don't put the work in to make it good. They just put it on the table and so all the casual people will be like, oh, I love my new Wolverine. Look at his cool motorcycle. And it'll just kind of pass by mm-hmm. and, like, we'll move on yep. and a few months will pass. And then it's like he'll actually start seeing play and people will go, what does he do? And then, like, they'll start seeing him, like, ping pong through their list, just murdering people left and right because of his dice efficiency and his range and his mobility. And they won't know how to play against him. I think he's going to come out of nowhere in a few
3: months. And people will realize they slept on him. I think one of the things I'm excited for him is exactly what you said. Which is you can send him down the middle. Because of his ability to place himself. He can actually place, throw someone... Place next to them and then beam, and so now he's way the fuck back there, right? Mm-hmm. Doing all the things he wants to do, and now your opponent's like, okay, I could turn around and try to kill Logan, right? Or I could deal with the rest of the army coming down the middle. Like that's, I like that a lot. Uh, oh, one more thing I noticed about this character, well, I don't know if anybody else did. He has no leadership. Um, so one more little, I, one more yeah. little, th- more one uh, little piece of the puzzle that Weapon X may be a, an affiliation similar to, um convocation where it might be yeah. a Tactus card. I've, I've been saying animation. that
0: too. I, I think it would be ridiculous. to Think it would be anything else. Yeah. Cause we know it's not going to be Sabretooth. Like he's mm-hmm. the least team player of all of them. Mm-hmm. And so unless there's just going to be another release beside them that we don't know about, that's going to be like, I don't know what the fuck is the Colonel's name? Strucker striker. Unless they're really yeah. l- like release striker, the team leader as like a two pointer or something that just like barks orders at people. It's got to be a tactics card or something. Which is actually, historically speaking, the worst leaderships. <laughs> because, like, they're always fucking weird and, like, costly in some way. Convocation, I think, was a mistake. I don't think they'll ever make one that efficient again.
3: Mm. So I think it'll be more like First of the Black Order. I am uh, I'm actually much more excited about this faction now um, with that. I don't know why, but a uh, leadership with Logan uh, st- stuck to the- Logan. I I I like the floating leadership thing. I like it.
0: Oh yeah. And it makes sense for them thematically. Cause it's always like somebody else is in charge at some point. Right.
3: Or they just, they um, get, they get, they almost always together because of circumstance, right? They're not like a, mm-hmm. they all know each other. So they'd be like, you know, when you got to do some wet work somewhere and, you know, they ask Wolverine, he goes, I know a guy. And all of a sudden weapon mm-hmm. X characters show up. Um,
0: I actually think this guy would work pretty well with, uh, X force, which I know Nigel will love. <laughs> uh, I think he'd be good because he gives you a good solid flank character. You can incinerate people with Cable and then just have this guy run around. Um, The leadership is fine. It's not ideal, but it's fine. Mm. What if you do cat and mouse with Logan? Can he get to the middle and attack somebody in place? Is that a small move? It's a place two, I think. Uh, Why do we think he's going to be part of X-Force? Because his name's Wolverine. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying he is. I'm just thinking sure. hypothetically.
2: Uh, You can not. Okay. You can barely do it with a medium move, and a two is a lot less than a medium move. Okay.
0: But you can medium move
2: and attack anyone at range three, right? Uh, You have to be directly across from the point. In that case, yes. Mm-hmm. If they are contesting the point and no terrain's in the way, you can medium right. move and be range three from them. Hmm. okay all right any other news all right um
0: do we have any new lists we want to talk about anybody build anything new currently playing i think everyone's on the same stuff they've been playing
1: yeah just getting ready for warfare
0: yeah okay uh we'll go straight into our main topic today we're gonna to try and get through as many of the leaders as we can so this is gonna be the lightning ground so we're gonna not dwell on things as much and we're gonna go a little bit faster Okay, let's see, where do we leave off? Last, Next up, we have Kingpin. I remember when this leadership first came out, and I was like, what the fuck were they thinking? All right, Elicit Network. Uh, once per turn, any time during an allied character's activation, it may spend two power to use this leadership ability, move one asset or civilian token being held by an a- the active character to another allied character within three. A character cannot hold more tokens than they would normally be allowed to by the crisis. And then additionally, each healthy allied character contesting an objective token counts as two healthy characters for when determining who is securing objective token. Um, so, um, important rules distinctions. Uh, this does not work on the pay-to-flips because it doesn't matter that you are two people contesting them when it comes to securing them. It's only for or who is... Um, What's the term, Aaron? Controlling. Controlling? Is it just controlling? Pay to flips is Sorry.
2: controlling. The other okay. ones are securing. Okay.
0: So, yeah, you can't use it on the pay to flips. Um, so, it really only works on researcher and then all the stand
2: next to blues. All right. Um, Aaron, why is this ability good? Uh, it fundamentally changes a core concept in how the game is played. Agreed.
0: If you've never played against it, uh, it's not very popular right now because a lot of the tactics cards he used to play got banned. Um, but it is incredibly powerful. If your opponent builds a wide roster, it is almost impossible to stop them from cont- from just
1: winning all the blues. Turns out counting as two is a good thing. Yeah.
0: It, it's kind of funny how it works. Like Let's say you bring a four-man roster and your opponent brings a seven. And you're like... I move a guy to the middle point and they move a guy to the middle point it's like would you like to move a s another member of your squad to this point to still be just tying it and you're like oh well that's like half my army just to tie a point and you're like yes <laughs> and then i'll take the other four and really this one
3: too because and then still have a guy left and you're like oh my god <laughs> the the most crazy thing about this i was describing this to a newer player we were, we were talking about it and he, he would like, say why is everybody you know, so worried about Kingpin. Why do you guys, we hear, I hear people talking about Kingpin. I go, well, you've never seen him like do his thing, which is I move up guys to, it's basically like playing checkers, right? You're just like, I move up mm-hmm. all, all my, I move up one three point character all the way to your side of the board. I score those, unless you stop me by piling on one of them. And then mm-hmm. the next turn, I my very first move is just take that guy over that, that was on your point. He probably took some damage because you probably thought to, to hurt him. You thought that was the way the game was going to end. <laughs> and I just move him all the way across the board to my side and then wait for all your guys to move and then move my healthy guys that I had on my side of the board over to your side. And now I'm scoring all of them again. So for the first two tor- mm-hmm. turns of the game, I just score all the points. I never attack you or do anything except double move. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you're but like that sounds oh, you... like a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's, ex- it's extra fun. Yeah,
0: but it's just all the fun is had by one player,
3: right? It is. And, and when I was describing this to the new player, he was like, "Oh, oh, oh, Jesus!" Like I was like, "Yeah, that's right. There's, just, there's just nothing you could do except maybe kill." all the models, but you can't, you know, they're backsides to all these models, so you can't just remove them on turn one. Yeah. So
0: if you pull scoundrels as your blue and you're playing against a wide kingpin list, I think you still just lose unless you're very practiced against it. Mm-hmm. Even in today's meta with the tactics cards, like it is so abstract to play against. It is completely mind bending to try and put your, your brain through the mental hoops of like, all right, well, what's the board going to look like next turn? Because you're just not playing the same game that
3: everybody else is playing, and that—that's exactly. It's so. It's not even a gotcha game. Your opponent is playing a different game than you're playing, yeah. and and if you don't start playing it immediately, you've already lost. Yeah. <laughs> like you've already lost. It would mm-hmm. be. It's so easy because how many players have a pretty rehearsed turn one. Right fairly rehearsed like if you if you know your list pretty well, if you've been playing the game for a while, you're not a beginner you but you still you know your list, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. I'm always going to do these things with these characters, you know with very, very, very low variability, but then when you play against Kingpin, all those things you just did, those things you've rehearsed, you just lost the game because you did them because Kingpin just moved five models, he just double moved five models and he wins. you're like, what?" <laughs> I'm still firmly firmly in the camp. This is the best leadership
0: in the game. It's not even close. Cuz if we're just going to talk about Kingpin and we blank his leadership, he is a okay maybe four pointer and there's like no real reason to play that list at all. It's the leadership that will just turn a mediocre roster into a terrifying list. As where like even Daredevil who has the amazing leadership like you just turn a shooty fighty list into a better shooty fighty list. Like it's not like it's a percentage better. Yes. That's like a measurable amount. It's like five to ten percent better than what it already was, which was a good list. Mm-hmm. And this turns basically hodgepodge garbage into like top tier, in my opinion. Because yeah. your only way to win the game is directly counter to the leadership. You're fighting the leadership, and the rest of the cards he has are completely irrelevant. You're fighting that sentence
3: on his card, Aaron. Uh, I'm curious, um, since you had the most experience with it. You, when when they did the the tactics cards reset and the phase out of some cards, you, you I, feel, I feel like you just kind of dropped them like 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 a bag of bricks, and you didn't pick them up since. Do you think it is that that difficult to win with him now, since the tactics cards changed, or is it, or was it also just kind of your a little bit burnt out, you're just excited to do something new, and the tactics card's going to give you a nudge to try something
2: new. So I dropped him like a hot potato because I thought he was very bad in current meta. Uh, I think now he is not as bad as I originally thought, but I don't think he's super good. So I played him competitively up until the tactics card change. Uh, and I had a good win rate, but oftentimes I won the turn I needed to before my entire army died, and I didn't score another point the rest of the game. Mm-hmm, so yeah. this this list wins fast and when it stops winning, it falls off a cliff. Like yeah. no other list you could ever play. Because as soon it's as you're definitely peop- say
0: what? Definitely an early game list. A hundred percent. Like yes. you're just you're just race carring them as fast as you can.
2: This is almost the definition of Rocky Balboa. I'm just gonna take it on the chin and I hope I don't pass out before I win. Um except you're just sitting on points getting you're sitting on points, winning them, hoping that they don't kill you uh, fast enough so you can continue to score the points. That's all you're doing. That's
0: more like Floyd Mayweather, I think.
2: Sure. <laughs> I think one to of... like Score all the points and then don't die. What's... That's so, plan B. So I was using Field Dressing and uh, Med Pack to stay alive just long enough to win. Mm-hmm. And those cards were so crucial in so many of my victories that once they beca- became rotated out... Uh with nothing else to replace them but more violence. Uh Kingpin does not like violence. So We also we also never saw Kingpin with grunts though, did we? Uh that was around like what the happens, same
0: time. Yeah, what happens when you put Nick Fury in a Kingpin list?
3: I, I wouldn't say Nick Fury, what about hell let's fuck Nick Fury, uh Red Skull, right?
2: Yes, because uh, he his Red his Skull are would the be first, good, yeah. First grunts that we contest.
0: So I was thinking specifically Nick Fury because he, he helps you win the objective, the extract battle. But yeah, the Red Skull would also be good, but he's five points, so it, it takes up more of the list.
3: I mean, yep. you, you were already playing. But yeah, having, having an extra secure guy is big. No, I actually think Red Skull is fantastic because he, he, he functionally works like a three and a two pointer, and he only counts as one for not being outside oh. your affiliation. So I actually think Hold he's much better than a three and a two pointer. Yeah, but the the point of the kingpin list was to go
0: basically as wide as you can. That way you had backups if people died. Yes, but you could use um, only two pointers. So, right. Might... So this puts this puts basically two two pointers into one model, and you still
3: get two models.
0: Because Nick Fury can still contest, and he can st-
3: he can play Eye in the Sky. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How, but I still think Red Skull is stronger I, because because the. The grunt is a guy you bring I'm back. I'm not going to
0: argue against it. Yeah. yeah. I think they're both good. I would just, I would be more afraid personally of Nick Fury. Um, and now uh, I believe that is correct because I just checked Endless Legions is Hydra only. I'm less afraid of that now. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, if you Endless play Legions. Endless
2: Legions and Kingpin, I would be like, God damn. It. Yeah. <laughs> now, I guess people who have practiced into it, like, um, sure. take scoundrels, right? I would love for them to do their normal thing and go on to the extracts and come to the middle. Um, but practice players are just going to put two people on each of their back points. Mm-hmm. So now I can sacrifice a model that you will kill next turn just to tie, or I uh, I stay on my back points and hope to win on the extract game. So I don't think it's a, an auto-win for Kingpin uh, because there is play into it. Um, there, There's...
3: Another funny thing about Kingpin's leadership is a lot of newer players look at Kingpin's leadership and go, oh, so I'm going to have an advantage in the objective game. And, you know, criminals have some, like, bruisy guys. So I'll be a bruiser. I'll go fight people. And I have beaten Kingpin so many times because somebody decided to fight me because Kingpin does not play that game really well. Like, the Yeah, worst... no, it's does not you definitely
0: have to sell out for it it's not like a. am gonna also do this thing no you're playing the kingpin
3: leadership list right and that's and i've seen so many people like really dislike playing him because they're like okay i'll be like a bruisey sneaky dirty fighter like no you're not you you no. (laughs) you literally Mm -hmm. double move any action you spend attacking is is wrong you should just double move just double move and that's and that is something that most people don't want to play and so they pick up kingpin and they put him right back down because they're like wow this guy seems so much worse than all the other versions of an attrition based cat character like yeah yeah because he doesn't do that at all even even like Web warriors, which are considered to be a a very heavy scenario faction, can also beat people up when they choose to. Criminals really don't. They might be lucky exceptionally. It's just. It's not. It actively
0: deters from their primary win condition. Right. Yeah. You're making a choice to sacrifice your win potential to fight people. Right. And sometimes you have to, and it's not really a choice because you're in a situation where it's the best way, but. Yeah, it, it directly conflicts with your strategy. I could, it's kind of like Asgard for a long time, where they had the "I'll never give you power" strategy. It's like, well, sometimes you're in a spot where you have to attack
3: somebody, and it's going to hurt you in the long run. But it's you just got to do it. I just convinced myself to play New Red Skull with uh, Krugers and try that and, and see, see how it. terrible
0: that is. I was actually thinking that because um, I know we used to put people tried putting Thanos with Kingpin as well. Um, but when Thanos was like 9 points it was less it was it wasn't quite as easy um but he also used to be more broken so i don't know anyway um so it's time to rate uh we're going to put him in blitz right absolutely all right moving on shadowlands daredevil the other criminal leader shadow war when an allied character attacks enemy characters holding or contesting objectives it may re-roll one of its attack dice. Leadership ability may re-roll skulls. Alright, well this one's simpler. Um I guess we never even talked about the fact that King Pink could move objectives around. It is a good ability. Like it would be a subpar leadership on its own, but it is good. So just don't don't think we weren't thinking about it. We we just knew what it did. Um Shadow War. Uh there's not really any rules mechanics here. Uh the only thing is you can't re-roll against people that say you can't re-roll. Um it's obviously good. It's, this is like the most straightforward leadership in the entire
1: game. I don't know what else to
0: say. <laughs> uh, if you want to fight people, this is the guy.
1: Yeah, if you want to try and find out what Rapid Fire can do,
0: take this mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, this guy dominated the meta for about four months. And then Malekith came out. Then Malekith just eats uh, the leader. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, also completely invalidates half their leadership because you just can't reroll against him. Uh, also,
3: and when you... go ahead. Good. As I say, one of the things about Daredevil is when Daredevil got very popular, uh, Black Order actually like rose in the metagame as well because Black Order in general can can also kill about as fast as these guys do, and they benefit so much from killing the grunt and the you know the the wide strategy. So I I found that Black Order was one of the it was a it was a bloodbath when i played against them but they had a really efficient game into these guys because they had they had the ability to to kill me as quick as i could kill them um with shadowlands daredevil and i was giving them all the things they needed to get tons of power or victory points and that was really hard to overcome
0: yeah all right anybody else have anything to say about this guy
3: if you want to shoot, if you want to see small models like hit up really big, if that if that makes you satisfied, and it does for me, I love seeing small models do really big things. This is the leadership for that. I really enjoy seeing two and three pointers, you know, just wreck things. They're they have no business wrecking, um, because you have these this this reroll, and you're surrounded by okay. little guys. It feels great.
0: All right, so where are we thinking efficiency? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Just makes everything better. Yeah. Yes. Specifically rapid fire and everything Park was talking about. Yeah. Yep. Next up, we have
0: Dormammy.
3: <laughs> Mammy.
0: <laughs> Flames of the Faltean. If Dormammu is included in a squad, that squad is affiliated with Dark Dimension and must use this leadership ability. This character and each other character you control gains one additional power during the power phase. During the power phase, if an allied character, another allied character, has six or more power, it suffers one damage. Um, yeah, this is basically what we thought Cap's leadership did. <laughs> <And> now <laughs> they, they just printed one that actually said do that. Uh, so yeah, this is um, very interesting. Uh, the big thing about it is that it automatically makes your list affiliated and chooses it for you. So you can play any collection of models, which is fun. Uh, so it's kind of a catch-all leader if you're just playing a big, weird list with a bunch of like large elite models that don't really affiliate with anything. You can always just drop him in as the finishing piece to uh, get a leadership at least. Um, having a lot of extra power on turn one is really cool. You can do a lot of weird, interesting shit. Like, Ghost Rider can pick up two hammers on the first
3: activation. Yeah, this is like... Th- this. When you play him, you're playing like uh, a puzzle box. Because you're looking at every single model in the game and you're going, Ooh, what kind of c- cool things could I do on turn one? And then you go, Oh, what kind of things could I do on turn two? <laughs> like, like every character in the game gets these weird like, uh, next level plays that they can do on turn one and turn two. Um, the trick is making sure that none of them have too much power and one health left because that <laughs> is a bitch. Yeah. You definitely need to take characters that can dump power
0: because yes. you, if you're playing a savvy opponent, you really do not want to end a turn with a bunch of power on you because they'll just tap you down to one hit point and then let you go to power phase. You'll daze in the power phase which means you don't get to activate this turn, mm-hmm. and you can do that to multiple characters in a turn, and you basically just don't get a turn. It's so fucking brutal.
3: Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the only leadership that can cause you to be time locked in this game. Yeah, it's really de- It's really awful. Mm-hmm.
0: Especially if you're playing like uh, cubes, and it's it's very oh, easy because yeah. you can be taking two or three damage in the power phase, and that's almost killing people anyway. Mm-hmm. It's it's brutal. So yeah, you need to be very careful if you want to play it. Don't just jam stuff
3: together and hope for the best. Uh a new character that uh I haven't seen anybody put with Dormammu yet, but like one of those characters that can just use all of his power always that I'd be really curious to see is Heimdall. Um because he'll always use his power, always. And I think that's mm-hmm. but he kind of wants to be sitting on power most of the time. I don't know. It might work. Yeah.
2: I mean it's never bad, right? Heimdall's always good. Mm-hmm. So Jeremy mm-hmm. and I played against a, a very good Dormammu player down in Springfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing with Heimdall and the Hellen Commandos. Talking about Ryan. Yeah, so he's porting Dormammu over him, the Commandos, and then mm-hmm. Heimdall is porting him again. So yep. basically, and then freaking Dormammu has a place too. So Dormammu yep. can basically go from one corner of the board all the way to the other. You're like yep. mobility concerns? I don't think so. Yeah, he's not a slow boy. No. Uh, so that was a really, really well thought out list. And that wasn't it, right? I mean, did did other things too. But oh yeah, he was able to put Darmamu wherever he wanted, so Darmamu could just double tap um, every turn.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And obviously, having access to Heimdall rerolls potentially, which is good. Yep. Yeah. Anybody that's going to be a good team player is going to like is going to give you so much because a lot of those team player abilities, you know, cost a lot of power. You have to you know spend a lot to use them. But he just he just pours power into bottles.
0: Okay, uh, so I think we talked about all the high points for Dormammu's leadership. I think this is the most one of the most unique leaderships in the game. It takes a lot of thought, but also you can just slam shit together and go. It's it's kind of weird. Um, I, I think would... a lot of the a lot of the drawing power of this leadership is obviously you get extra power and there's almost no restrictions to it, and so it draws a lot of people to it. But I will say this is one of the hardest characters in the game to play. Because it's you have to f- ride that fine line of like when it's okay to engage with Dormammu and when you need to protect him and when you're going to get your own people killed
2: because you're not paying attention. So I might actually say this is the best leadership in the game if you take it off the model.
0: Mm. Oh, I don't think so. Uh, one, one extra power is good, but...
2: This gives me wet dreams, man. Really? Yes. One extra power each is the the, the line in the sand? Uh, so the turn one plays with Dermammu are insane. Sure. So advanced R&D is restricted, right? This is basically free advanced R&D plus more extra power every turn of the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah. I think if this leadership were on any of the other leaders, I think that leader would be at the top of the food chain or very near I... it. I just put this barely above inhuman's leadership personally.
3: Yeah, that's what actually I was thinking. For in terms of like enabling uh, turn one stuff Inhumans humans can do similar things, not perfectly, but similar.
1: One of the toughest things to manage with this is like about turn 3, you start taking damage and it'll be after your models activated, so you won't be able to account for how much power's on your model and how much damage. It becomes very random. So you do find yourself getting models dazed when you weren't planning on it and getting time walked like you just they're just not on the board. It's very hard to manage like and it's like
0: I think it's actually surprisingly easy for your opponent to time walk you if they're paying attention. Yeah, I almost try to get like a model in my list that can daze my own like damage my own people like someone throws a size one into your guy or something that way you're not losing the whole next round like it's it is you're already paying 8 points for a model that's clearly not worth 8 points attrition wise cuz you're paying points for the leadership because it is a good leadership no one's arguing it's not awesome like everyone would be happy to have this as their leadership um but man that there's one hell of a downside i mean if I... it was just plus 1 power flat out i i could kind of see where you're coming from aaron like the the amount of shit you could do
2: with just a little extra power every turn it is good. Well, I mean, that would just, yeah, it would be a complete upgrade to Steve with no downside, right? So, well, it's
0: not just an upgrade because some characters take advantage of it even better than the one extra power a turn, like Heimdall. Okay, like Heimdall probably prints somewhere between ten and twenty power every game. Fair enough. Yeah, and there's some characters that do that, like uh, Steve or not. Steve does it, and um, like Stephen Doctor Strange can get up uh, like a huge amount of free power.
2: So, and, and this is colored by my current thinking on the game, which is to sure. try to gain an early uh, turn one slash two uh, scenario lead, and then turns two through four are just sustaining that lead. Mm-hmm. And so okay. a Dormammu-esque leadership goes a very long way towards establishing that lead. So, But Aaron, hmm. this
0: isn't even the best leadership that we've talked about tonight to do that. Hmm. I just want Aaron to play Kingpin again.
2: I actually don't.
0: Because I don't want to <laughs> it. But uh, he should play it again.
2: There's a non-zero chance I'll pick up Kingpin in the near future. Mm-hmm. I think now
0: that people are building, actually, these uh, Malekith lists, actually, Kingpin would be, I think, really good against them. Because they just don't have the number of attacks. Like, sure, Malekith will take out two of them. Like, that's almost guaranteed. But, like, that means he has to wait till turn three to really get you down enough to where you can't really contest everything. And he has a low model count, too.
2: I'll try it. I don't I don't think Kingpin's going to be good in Amalkith, but I I'll, I'll give it a shot. Okay, let's let's figure out I think uh, Dormammu is a gimmick,
3: I think.
0: I also think gimmick, but I could listen to Blitz because he's a 100% early game leader. He he dwindles late game. Like Dormammu
2: the model doesn't, but the leadership clearly does. I think he's Blitz with a downside. Uh, if you're thinking about the the fact that you take damage as the gimmick part, I think that's a negative, not not core to well, the I, leadership i put any like early game
0: shenanigans where you're, you're like my leadership just says i have a better turn one than you i'm like i think that's a gimmick oh. and i think that's primarily what the leadership does uh but also that's kind of in the blitz category
3: i don't so see you find
0: either way i don't see them but using it's...
3: blitz i see them using worse like support type <laughs> things with it so yeah
0: because that's the thing like the, the list that people build they aren't blitz lists
3: well i need to play and to remind me that i think
0: Right, I think Aaron is trying to build a blitz list, but I think really it's a gimmick.
1: Anybody disagree with gimmick? I only say gimmick for the whole of it, like the whole mess of everything. I think the yeah. leadership in itself, like though, the, is more of a It blitz. breaks
0: affiliation rules. It,
1: it deals yeah. with your own model. It's wacky. It does yeah. stuff, but I do yeah. think the actual, quote-unquote, the words of the leadership... Without all the other bullshit that happens throughout the game, is probably the benefit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The benefit is a blitz, but there's two other components. Yeah. You might even say the majority of it is just a bunch of bullshit. (laughs) It's true. There's a lot of nonsense. Moving on. We're going to drop in the gimmick for now. Uh, Moving on. We've got Dr. Stephen Strange. OG. The OG. Mystic Empowerment for Defenders. Once per turn, when an allied character declares an attack before choosing the target, they may spend one power. If it does, the you may choose whether this attack is a physical energy or mystic attack. And if this attack deals damage, the target gains hex. Uh, rules clarification, you can choose the same damage type as it already has, which I've seen people not realize. Which the only reason you would want to do is so that you could apply hex, but technically it's useful. Um... Downsides, uh, it's on a five-point model, it costs the power to use, it's
2: also only once per turn, and the upside is very minor. So, there are four downsides. Uh, First of all, it costs the power to use. Second of all, it costs the power to use. Third of all, it costs the power to use. Fourth of all, uh, it costs the power to use that you might completely waste, not because you don't do damage, which is a possibility, but because your opponent does some weird shit like... Oh, Trickster, Eye in the Sky, Lifesaver, because you pay Bodyguard. before you target. Bodyguard.
0: Yeah. No, it's, at, it's after
2: targeting. Oh, I thought you read before you target. Oh, no, it is before targeting. Sorry. Yeah. Right. So you have to pay, like yeah, in a beam. Yeah. I'm going to no, pay for these three good. people. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to Eye in the Sky, Trickster. It's, no, uh, you're done. Good. Oh, my God.
0: So the the real reason, right, that this exists is because there's some really powerful effects on defense, like Vibranium Armor. Where you need desperately to get around the damage type, like martial artists stuff like that. And so being able to just say, this Helios laser is a mystic attack. You're like, oh, well that's pretty fucking relevant. Like, So stuff like that is very important. It is very restricted though, and it has a lot of downsides.
2: They could change Um,
0: it to do away with the power cost and it'd probably be just fine. Once per turn. I honestly thought they were going to rework him when they when they were doing the stones. Instead, they just reworked the stones. And so I, I could definitely live with a Doctor Strange rework. I think he's still heavily underrated. I think this guy actually has some legs. I, I think he doesn't see near enough play. Um, but yeah, his leadership is not the reason he should see play. <laughs> I play Defenders leaderless commonly sometimes, and people are like, why don't you have a leader? I'm like, what does it matter? And he's like, well don't you need a leader? I'm like, no, you don't need a leader. That's completely made up. I'm just playing defenders because I like these cards. And like, <laughs> uh... <laughs> like, they, they can't comprehend it, right? Like They're yeah. like, no, you have to play the leader. <laughs> like, it's like, no, you don't actually.
1: Wong drops portals on turn two, and you're yeah. like, what is well, happening?
0: Wong plays portals, Hulk <laughs> goes through portal, and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Alright. Um, let's put Dr. Strange in a category. Uh, Do we have anti-efficiency? quality of life no it gets around buffs it really just gets around buffs that's all we're talking about
2: right so ideally what his leadership is designed to do is what you said which mm-hmm. is a huge quality of life for your roster and squad construction mm-hmm. right you don't have to put in yeah. hood just because they have Panther. it's just bad yeah right no, it's just bad yeah i think so it's yeah. quality
3: of life because it's it, it just it unlocks some very small doors you might see sometimes yeah. that's all it does
0: yeah so we could either change a category to say support cuz it's really a support leadership. Um, but we've kind of been putting support nah. stuff in the gimmick category, I don't know. I think it's a quality of
3: life thing because I think quality of life cuz when it happens it it is good, but it, it it's such a it, it is literally blank text almost all the time. Almost every time yeah. you say I spend my action to uh, attack, you will not use it. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, we have Star-Lord, winging it. During oh, the power so much phase, much. choose up to three allied characters. Give each chosen character a winging it token. When a character with a winging it token is attacking, defending, or dodging, it may spend a winging it token during the modified dice step to reroll up to two of its dice. At the end of the round, remove all winging it tokens from characters. Only guardian characters can have winging it tokens. <sighs> oh, wait. No, that's what it's supposed to say. That's, mm, I was like, That's what it's wait? supposed to say. <laughs> The last sentence was just in my brain. Like that's what it should say. Why would it? Okay. Why? Why should it say that? Shut up. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Uh, so downsides. Um, I don't know if there is a downside. You can only they only do really three. hard. They worked really <laughs> hard to make this idiot-proof. Well, what, what um, things
3: one of the things it can do is you can put it on somebody and they just get dazed. It doesn't do anything.
0: Like. I mean you can use it on your defense roll if you know you're gonna get dazed, but sometimes it doesn't matter. Right. Uh yeah. The, so the 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 downside is sometimes you can't re-roll your dice, right? Right. Yeah. So it's like, oh I rolled a bunch of skulls, or hey, I'm attacking Malekith, or hey, I'm being attacked by Venom. Mm-hmm. Like there's all kinds of stuff that stops re-rolls nowadays. So that there's um,
3: there's that, but that is a s that is a yeah. niche. That's a that's not the yeah. that's not the rule.
0: And it's this is not a game breaking leadership. It's no. good. Like Two rerolls per round on three characters is just good. It's not even crazy. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a very, very efficient leadership because it's just good. Like, it, there's no downside. It just makes characters slightly better. And it, and
2: so it is think just about slightly. Yeah. Shadowland, how many rerolls do you get per turn on average with Shadowland's leadership? Parker, you played I it. I guess somewhere between six and eight. been <laughs> <Well, laughs> I I 40
1: to 60. I'm yeah, that's the idea. 600,000. Yeah. That's
3: that's why you play rapid fire models with them, because you want Shadowlands Daredevils yeah. to be better than Guardians, right? So, yeah. And the only way it happens is if your character is you know, always attacking twice. So like charging models, minimally, rapid fire is better. So you're actually rerolling four dice a turn on your activations. Unlike Star-Lord, yeah. who's doing two on three models. That's it.
0: And so, functionality-wise, you want the opposite in Guardians. You want very, very elite models uh-huh. to wash this ability through. Because their dice are generally better than random dickhead dice. And so, criminals just want quantity over quality, so they just want random dickheads. So, you just take everyone that's got pistols and shoot pistols at people and hope for the best. Yeah. And that's that's the, just a huge philosophical difference, but they do the same thing. Right.
3: Like Um, Juggernaut is a great guardian of the galaxy. Like he loves winging it tokens because he's going to do his one big ass attack and a bunch of other cool stuff. But that one big ass attack is just better.
0: Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people take Angela because she's affiliated. Ghost Rider is another great choice that because of the staticness of their own affiliation, they tend to take mobile models. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's it's straightforward. It's pretty easy. Uh, So this is clearly far and away efficiency. So I'm just going to put it in because you're just making things better. All right, next up we have Strucker. Oh boy, I cannot wait. I'm very happy. Hydra High Council. Affiliation. Hydra. Once per turn, after an attack made by an allied character is resolved, if the attack dealt damage, the allied character may use this leadership ability. Choose one special condition the allied character has. If the defending enemy character does not have the chosen condition, it gains it, and the allied character loses it. Additionally, once per turn, when an enemy character gains a special condition, the allied character that caused the effect may remove one damage from itself. Um, This is super cool and fun and interactive. I like this a lot. Um, This is one of my favorite model designs lately, just on a side note. Uh, There's a lot of moving parts
3: here. They're very, very interesting. Uh, One of the things about this model is, the with leadership is the very first thing you know people want to do is they go oh what kind of really great status effects can i make sure to do so my character can heal one you're like well even if like that, that's yeah i guess you could but really most characters come with status effects that would just be a free yeah. bonus what's really cool is every time your opponent gives you one well now you get it mm. back that's really yeah. the cool bit that's that's fuck the, you dickhead <laughs> right that's the part that's really interesting about it because you know if you if you like if you like some people talk about playing Ronan with him because every time you attack Ronan or one of his friends, he would judge you. So on his turn for t- for two power, you're getting judged and he heals one, which is mm. it. Was just fun. But in order to do that, you're playing Ronan the Accuser, you know, like a five point character who's not horrible, but you're just making like a gimmicky thing with his leadership. Why not mm. instead just play like Honey Badger because she's putting bleeds out there all the time and she hates being things like stunned or incinerated, and so you're just putting those back on your opponent, and sh- and she's yeah. just a great character, so just go ahead and do that.
0: Venom is also great for that same thing, because yes. they'll attack somebody, he'll lethal protector, then retaliate attack them back, which auto-applies bleed, and then so Venom's healing one damage for free while attacking you. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, it, I, all right.
3: taunts are funny
0: with this, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, random rule stuff, um, just make sure that you check the conditions on both characters first because technically if you say a condition that your enemy has there's no effect so just keep track of that um i saw multiple people trying to figure out how to stagger their own models so that they could attack enemies and deal damage and transfer the stagger i'm like that's not how that works you have to shake with stagger as part of your activation
2: oh you can totally do it
0: yeah you can gain stagger mid-activation and then give it to them. But that's the only way. <laughs> it's not very true. difficult. Not true. Not true? What do you mean not true? I mean, there is another way. Um Okay. on. with it. Stand by. Oh, where on the rules for him, they say that actually you don't nope. have to follow the rules. <laughs> you do not, whatever not you want. Not a rules for <laughs> Okay. Hmm. It's actually, it could just be anyone who attacks out of activation as well. Because like Venom, for example could so many snacks and attack somebody while he staggered and transferred the stagger over. Uh,
2: Green Goblin. If you play Green Goblin, if he is staggered at the beginning of his turn... Oh, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he has... um, What's the name of that ability? Nemesis? Arch Nemesis, Peter
0: Parker. Arch Nemesis, yeah. So Arch Nemesis trumps stagger. It does. Yeah. Good lord. Wow. And so... <laughs> Uh, he does not care if he's staggered, as long as he's got his good buddy Peter Parker nearby. <laughs> Same with Venom. So Venom could, in two different ways, transfer stagger with this leadership.
3: That's cute. Yeah. That's no, probably never going to
0: happen. But...
3: Watching
1: this leadership being played is like watching craps at the casino. Yeah. All right, move this token over here, move this over here. Okay, double down. All right, place two there. Okay, got a dollar back. It, it's insane. It's such a mess. It's like leadership.
0: watching it's like watching uh, Brandon Shelley try and keep track of his tokens. <laughs> it's just like he's like he picks up a token, he puts it down, and he goes, God damn it, I'm gonna spend this power, and he just like immediately starts getting mad, like throwing tokens around. Like that's what your opponent's like when they keep getting their own leader their own
2: negative effects <laughs> thrown back at them. So I, I played against this leadership twice. Both times it has been relatively ineffectual, including today. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm a little down on leadership. Even though I initially agree with you, Brandon, I like the design a lot.
0: Mm. I don't know that it's hyper-powerful or anything, but I sure. think the
2: design is really good. I agree. <laughs> I love the design. Yeah. Uh, but you're entirely dependent on, say, what models your opponent brings, as well as your uh, health state. right? So you might be able to transfer something, but if you're sitting there in full health, you're only getting a partial benefit of the leadership. Well, if I'm debuffing enemies and I'm at full health, I think that's first-world problems. So not really too worried about that. True. It it, it happened to me three times a day. He put three effects on me all game long. Yeah. And healed twice. And so So part of
0: that is because there's characters that do it, like that debuff your own people. And so it's just up to you to recognize that you need to bring them in certain matchups. And that's going to be a skill thing and a repetition thing, like knowing that your opponent knows you're playing Hydra. So they're going to actively avoid taking models that debuff you. So you need to bring models that debuff you. So it's just important to know. Also, you can play the missions that debuff you, like um, uh, Terrigen and Mayor Fisk, and so you can get Stun and Stagger from the scenario, and then pass the, or sorry, Stun and Poison from the scenario, then hand those off to your opponent. Well, if they're yeah.
3: also stunned, it doesn't work. So, true. That's what right, he did. But,
0: right, so if I have a model standing on the Mayor Fisk token, he gains Stun and takes the damage, I can then either move away or just shoot somebody not standing on the same token. Mm-hmm. Oh it's even better like my opponent scores it, so I get to move it I move it on top of my own model <laughs> and his and another one of his models, and then I take a damage gain stun my I go first next turn, I shoot the guy that originally scored it who's no longer on the point. give him stun and remove my damage. <laughs> it's like
3: oh, <laughs> it's like awesome. I love it with those missions it is yeah. it is. It is not nothing. However, it's not it's not close because now nothing. he
0: needs to walk over here to contest the point again because he's no longer on the point, but suffered all the negative effects for being on the point. Right. And but, so it just it just flips those on its head. But it's I, great.
3: I think in Aaron, I think in Aaron's to Aaron's point, which I, I agree with that it, it sounds like all you're like, if you get into like the theory box, you're like all these cool things you can do, and then you actually play a game, you're like, wow. I gave my opponent three conditions and I healed twice for one. Yeah. You're like, Oh, that's not worth my whole like strategy. (laughs) Like I made sure my whole list does this. And that's what I got. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's definitely a downside. I Obviously, there's going to be a repetition and a skill and an experience thing where knowing where the line is and how deep you go and how deep you don't go and when to stop putting dumb gimmicky stuff on your list. Right. So that you can actually do things that are valuable instead of things that are fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's a lot of gas there. I mean, it's a three-point leader. He's already good on his own. And mm-hmm. I think the leadership synergizes well with a lot of their models.
3: Oh, yeah. He he himself is totally yep. is totally amazing for three points. Okay. <laughs> we spent way too long on
0: this, so we're going to move on. Um, category, I'm voting this is the first control leadership. The entire point is to put negative effects on your
2: opponent's models. So I'm going to take 30 seconds and disagree here. Oh so God. I don't think that's the point of the leadership. I think the best thing that leadership does is it makes your team quasi immune to what your opponent is potentially trying to do. Mm-hmm. So if your opponent's not putting out stuff, it's kind of useless. But if your opponent's well, like, yeah, I'm going to judge you and I'm going to hex you and I'm going to do this. You're like two big middle fingers because now all but, that shit's on but you. Aaron, Aaron. Yeah.
0: That is control. You're forcing your opponent not to debuff you.
2: Uh, well, You can't really force controlled. them because a lot of that is required. You don't get to choose to debuff or not. Yeah. It's on the attack. So
0: so by me taking Strucker in my roster, having that leadership available is going to affect the way my opponent is playing the game, which is
2: control. Ooh, Maybe. I'm thinking more quality of life. Like, I never have a status effect. I am but effectively only- immune to stun... Or hex, or incinerate. But even
0: so, like the his own mechanics will guarantee that you can put negative effects on people. It's up to you to use the ability. Like the whole point of it is to debuff opponents. Like that's control by definition. If you're gonna argue that it's efficiency because you heal some damage, I'm gonna push back pretty hard on that. I would one. say
2: quality of life to make sure that your yeah. entire army quality of life Sorry, has yeah. no effects on you. That's what I meant. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to state my case. Now I'm done. What do you guys think? I think it's 100% quality of life, bit.
0: You fucking <laughs> ass. Changing Parker's name on Discord. To I've genius. honestly
1: never felt again when I play against it, I never feel like they control anything to me. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, it's just a little bit of like... A are you little playing bit
0: Parker of... games? You play no, real games I just there. feel like... it are like, like, hey, if you ever played Marvel Christ Pro Go before? Can I give you a demo? And they're like, guys, I won again this That's week. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> like...
1: But... Playing in Strucker, that whole army feels like I'm kind of climbing through, like, a little bit of fence. Like, I'm like, okay, there's a little fence in my way here. This is obnoxious, but it's not really controlling that much when you're just, can I kill your guy? Cool. What I want to see is that mirror match where Strucker has to play Strucker. That's (laughs) hilarious.
0: No, but then you just teach him the real master of Hydra's Red Skull.
1: (laughs) But I, 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 yeah, I don't think it's control, but I like your point.
0: So you're voting quality of life?
1: Yes. All right.
0: So three f- bad votes, and then one. <laughs> Go time. ahead and write
1: down whatever you want. I know how this <laughs> yeah. works.
0: I put it over there, <laughs> under protest. Asterisk. Uh, so when I made this list, uh, Red Skull two was not on it, so Red Skull two is going to be later, because uh, he wasn't out when we made the list. Uh, next up is Black Bolt. Um, I'm not sure how many more of these will do. I'll let you know when we're stopping. We're not going to finish tonight. Uh, King of the Inhumans. Uh, during each of your turns, one allied character may spend one power at any time. If it does, choose an allied character within three. Of it, the character gains the power. Um, yeah, this is not overly complex. Uh, important to note that you don't need to activate any models to use this leadership. Because it's just during your turn, it's not the character that's activating's turn, it's just on your turn. So you can move a power and pass, just like
3: playing tactics cards. I think this is 100% an early game thing, like Dramammus, we alluded to that earlier. If you are not playing a character that will use the extra 1-2 to power on turn one to some really great early game effect, you should be playing a different faction. (laughs) Yeah. So like Black Black Cat, Winter Soldier, like any of these guys that shouldn't have power on turn one. Yeah. Characters are balanced around not being able to use their fucking abilities on the first turn. Right. As soon as you put them in your list, all of a sudden you're like, wow, Black Bolt and Inhumans is great. If you're just like, I'm going to play a bunch of Inhumans characters, you're like, you will lose because they don't do anything with that. Okay, so do you think that puts
0: them into a blitz role or a quality of life role? 100% blitz, I think. Because I know that the concept was kind of intended to be quality of life. Like uh-huh. you're like, oh, I can always just get the power where I need it. But it's not because it doesn't generate power. It only moves it around. And so it's up to you to utilize it in the most efficient ways as quickly as possible. Yeah if you're basically just gathering up all your resources into a big pile, and then just spending them on your best thing every turn. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not exactly how it works out. There's obviously a lot more nuance to it, but that's the, basically what you're
3: doing. Yeah, I have I have never wanted to play hard on turn 5 while I play Inhumans. I want the game mm-hmm. to be more or less over by turn 4.
0: Okay. Anybody voting against
3: Blitz? Nope. Blitz,
0: Blitz it is. Blitz, the Blitz has it. Blitz and Chits. Alright, moving on. We have Balade. I'm surprised you never tried to do that to get around your probationary episodes, Parker. That, that is, surely I would have you gotten say caught. Blade. <laughs> no way. Belade. No way would that work.
3: <laughs> if I tried that, i would be shot down so fast. <laughs> well, it's
0: important that you didn't because one of the secret words was Balade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, moving on. Um, bump in the Night, a Midnight Suns affiliation. Once per turn, at any time during an allied character's activation, it may spend one power. If it does, place that character within one of its current location. Uh, This leadership is awesome. That's all I have to say about it.
2: I am not disagreeing with
1: you. It's very, very good. I'm I'm not exactly sure why it's not doing better than it does, aside from...
0: I know that... I
1: I don't know. (laughs)
0: There was a crazy statistic, like 90% of games that Blade dies in, you lose. Like, it was absolutely absurd. Basically, if Blade lives through the game, you win. And if Blade dies, you lose. That was the way the game worked. Uh, I 100% believe that. Yeah, it it works that way crazy often. Um, They were really popular around Adepticon time, like in April. Um, And then... Because they're kind of like this is obviously like a win fast faction. They run in, they try and fight you as hard as they can, and if you don't kill them by turn three, you basically lose because all the models they're taking are really good brawlers. There was it was like, like ghost. It was Ghost Rider, this guy, Moon Knight, Luke Cage. Um, I know a lot of people were taking stuff like Hulk, um, just really big, efficient models.
2: There's a current push to try to make them a, a scenario faction in the meta. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Using bump to go up on scenario, steal extracts, um, and or leverage attrition to deny extract play. Hmm. That'd
0: be interesting. Alright. Blitz?
2: Uh, I don't know. I mean... I think it's more quality of life, being able to position yourself. It's it's, essentially a, a half action every turn. For the cost of one yeah. power. I'm
0: definitely on board with quality of life. Um, I only say Blitz just because the playstyle it kind of lends you to. Yeah, um, I'm fine with either. Yeah, I think Anybody it, against quality of life?
3: Yeah, I think, I think it's quality of life, but it's really strong quality of life. It lets you yeah. undo your opponent's control. It lets you get proactive with something that they didn't see. It's, it's There's
0: so cool. many times that you just naturally position to be out of range of something mm-hmm. and don't a calcul- don't calculate for the extra 2 inches yeah. that they get off of bump and you're like oh I yeah. can't believe I forgot and then so it's like oh I'm just going to move to here cuz uh blade's not in range 3 so I'm safe and then you're like uh bump knight of the damp here move medium and you're like oh my god and like everything starts all over again and like ghost rider is moving 4 inches off of a bump and he's got a 6 inch melee range so ghost are gonna be ten inches
3: away and hit you with chains of damnation, and uh, then you're like, uh, okay. The the one time I I played this faction, I played it with Modok. It felt so stupid. Yeah, Modok with Bump is so, so dumb. So <laughs> mobile.
2: I hate forgetting shit in this game. <laughs> yeah, that's why I lost. And Bump's so weird.
0: Yeah. yeah, Bump is so weird. Like it's because it's like their faction identity, but it's so abstract that you don't think about it. It's weird. It, it, may, it might just be my experience because I've only played against them like three times ever.
2: I think all three of them were Preston. <laughs> no, it's just because you have a you have an understanding of you're here. Every yeah. character in the game has two actions, right? Yeah. And you know what the characters can do, but you forget right. other stuff like, oh, the leadership. So you're like, right, okay, like, like I look move at, medium, range three, yeah. you can hit me
0: once, great. I look at Ghost Rider, I'm like, well, I know what Ghost Rider does. And then he teleports. I'm like, Ghost Rider doesn't do that. <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I lost today because I forgot my opponent had played uh, Occult Research. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Bad news. I told you that card was good. It's not, but... It's very good. If your You're opponent correct. forgets, you played it.
0: <laughs> You're right. It's not good. It's very good. All right. Uh, so, Balade's is going to fall into a fish, er, quality of life. That's what we said?
1: Yep. Yeah, that's fine with me.
0: Um, I think we're going to call it there. We can do the rest of them next time uh aaron we might not do that topic we talked about earlier until the week after next week unless you think it's time sensitive it's probably time sensitive we'll probably do that next week (laughs) so we'll probably target finishing up leaders two weeks from today which will be after warfare the week of warfare all right we might try and find time to record a bonus episode so we can release it while we're at warfare maybe we'll see
1: did you mention what we're also doing at warfare yet We've got a surprise. We well, I mean you it was really cool podcast? that he said it's really cool that he said he would do it. So if anyone goes up to Omnis and mentions our oh, yeah. podcast, he oh, will yeah. give them a free, infamous T shirt.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I forgot we were doing that. Yeah. Um yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be a good time. I can't believe he offered to donate all the shirts. That's really nice of him. He's a good guy. Yeah, he Charles is a very good guy, for sure. For just yeah, high five. to the show.
1: <laughs> that and all the Guernsey. They'll they'll be there too. Mm-hmm. We'll get them assured. I mean the Guernsey
0: crowd always shows up to cons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright. Uh Parker, do you have a comic corner for us?
3: Oh yeah. So in uh honor of uh uh Logan the Wolverine, I actually have um one of the coolest uh Marvel Universe um kind of like what do I don't call it like a bee story one of the things that Marvel likes to do sometimes is uh, take some of their characters, some of their beloved IPs, and then just take them way out of like current storylines and just place the characters in another setting. Um, they did this with their uh, um, they did a- they did ancient settings, they've done like Greek settings, they've done uh, the one I'm going to talk about today, which is a samurai setting. So it t- takes place uh, right after the Battle of Sekigahara in the year 1600 in Japan. And the, the name of this graphic novel is Five Ronin. And so it follows, uh, it's a self-contained story that follows five different Marvel characters kind of reimagined to be, if they were five different Ronin, um, the Wandering Samurai. Uh, and so one they are uh, Wolverine, um, the Hulk, the Punisher, Psylocke, and Deadpool. And so each one of them was, you know, had this, you know, this giant ship on their shoulders, something, had, somebody had wronged them, but they were running away from uh, demons. And, you know, how are they coping with a world now relatively at peace after the battle of Segigihara, but they're all, you know, warriors of different types. Um, and all their stories kind of weave together and they kind of culminates at the end. Uh, my favorite one by far is the Wolverine character because um, none of them are mutants. None of them are super powered Uh, They're all just exceptional people. So how do you like write a samurai that's supposed to heal himself and like come back from the dead, as Wolverine is off to do? Um, How do you how do you create that in this one? I'm not going to spoil it for you, but the the creative solution they come up with, the the writers in this one, um, I'm sorry, I I almost forgot to mention who it is. I'm going to find it real fast. It was um, Peter Milligan. Uh, So what Peter Milligan comes up with as like a how do you make a healing factor samurai uh, without using magic or you know science fiction um it's really really cool and uh the hulk character is great the punisher character is exactly what you think of because at the time uh, 1600s that was when they introduced the arquebus the you know proto firearms in japan and so of course he uses those um Psylocke's like a geisha assassin and uh, deadpool is like an, an intense um PTSD sufferer, and he's lost his mind basically, completely. And his character is fantastic. He's he's kind of the uh, the character that ties all the stories together, and the last story is his. So, if you want to read something, if you you like taking kind of uh, side paths where some of these beloved characters get to do things, and of course, I think um, Wolverine uh, has a Ronin background, right? He was once a samurai, you know, as part of his past life uh, every time he's he's lived for so long um one of the times one of his lifetimes that he lived he was living in japan as a samurai and so this kind of takes this literally uh um instead of making wolverine the mutant in ancient japan it's this other character like wolverine in ancient japan but heavily uh, themed off of him. It's pretty cool. If you if you like this kind of stuff, you'll really like five Ronin. I recommend it. It's a good read. Short and like to the point of the whole story you get with the one graphic novel. Cool. So is it very similar to like TMNT three Turtles in Time? Oh, you know what? I think that may have been the original uh that, that was the source. Yeah, the original source for it. They thought, yeah. how could we do Wolverine only like T M N T three? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah.
0: All right, cool. All right, well, I think that's going to do it for us today. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been Brandon.
1: And Parker. And just Jeremy on Discord.
0: (laughs) And Aaron. And you've just listened to The Gang Catches a Cold. So what are we going to call this
3: thing? Ah, I got it. Okay. Incredible, new, fantastic, astonishing, mighty, original, uncanny, sensational podcast. I'm just going to put down Influence.
0: I
1: fucking did it, guys. I did it. I'm so proud
0: of you. God
1: damn! That was the best one you've, you've ever done. I know. Just when I thought I couldn't do it, and you guys were like, "You can do it, little buddy," I was like, "Fuck, That's watch me go." Definitely
0: not what I said. I, I was, was like, going to say, "I do don't it, think
3: I could ever call you little buddy." I don't think I could You ever sons that. of bitches! That's...
0: I've called Jeremy little buddy multiple times, <laughs> with the lights on or off. Both, <laughs> usually on. Uh, so, in the spirit of our uh, NFL corner that we were we were going to start doing. Um, Jeremy, uh, I have a, I have a brain pe- teaser for you. Are you ready
1: for this? Good Lord. Probably not. Since
0: the AFL NFL merger, which was in 1970. So in the last dude, fuck Christ, 52 years, Okay, uh, how many games has a team only scored safeties, which means their entire to- point total at the end of the game was derived
1: of two point safeties only.
0: Oh my God. How many games has? How many times has that happened
1: in the history of the last fifty something? Um, once. Uh, it's higher. Really? All right. Five. Uh,
0: Aaron is holding up six. Six. That's my guess. Did you Google it? No. Ooh, Parker. Do you do you venture a guess? Three. Uh, Aaron was closest. It was seven. Holy fuck! Seven times a team has scored nothing but safeties how oh, many boy. how
2: many times have they scored more than one safety in a game though I'm betting it's one. I bet it's six singles Ooh. and one double
1: were they wearing like leather helmets when this happened like was it one well, of those
2: the
0: so this was no no, this is nineteen seventy like when this like post super Bowl like yeah, yeah, the super Bowls were happening before this they started counting that number
1: that's crazy
0: the how about this the chiefs had a super Bowl before they started counting that number oh, yeah. Um, how many times has the team scored multiple safeties? Oh, Aaron. Uh, in October 29th, 1978, the Baltimore Colts lost to the Miami Dolphins 26 to eight. What?
1: (laughs) To eight. Four safeties? Four safeties. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh boy. How good, like... What is that the most like defensive defensive like they needed to combine those two teams. They would have had an excellent team. (laughs) They would have been real good.
0: (laughs) Just oh my God. How good. Well, actually, I mean, their defense actually wasn't incredible. They must because back in the day, obviously, like special teams was not as down to a science as his day. And they made special teams much easier to play in today's NFL because of Uh all the rules about how and when you can block people. Like, it used to be, back in the day, it was basically just, it was just Red Rover with helmets. Like, you would just go sprinting as fast as you can, and other people sprinting as fast as they could. And people would just get exploded. (laughs) Which is why they wouldn't let good players, like, play special teams. Like, like they would just not let you on the field. That's crazy, though. I have to check this game. This looks absolutely insane. Because they still gave up 26 points despite getting safeties.
1: Maybe I'm just spoiled by the Chiefs or whatever, but you just never see that happen.
0: Oh, I mean, like, the defensive era, definitely, you're like, because it was just so different. Like, you could just tackle receivers. There was really no defensive pass interference <laughs> in the 70s. Yeah. Um, and the reason it's the way it is today is because of the Seahawks. Because the, the ruling, the rules for... Pass interference existed back in the 90s and the, the early 2000s when the Seahawks were going, but they, they were not heavily enforced. It was kind of like roughing the passer. Uh-huh. They only called it when it was egregious, and they didn't want to slow the game down. And so even if they saw it a lot, they would only call it some of the time to get the other team to stop doing it. And gotcha. So the Seahawks' game plan when they beat the Denver Broncos that year, when they had the Legion of Boom and all that, he, they literally just coached them to hold every receiver on every play. And they're like, they'll only call it like four times a game, and we'll just get free wins. And that's literally what happened. The next year, they changed the way the rule was officiated because they were just taking advantage of the rule, which is the only reason they won that fucking Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, because he couldn't even pass the ball because there was nobody ever open kind of deal.
0: Right. Yeah, it was the it was the year Peyton Manning should have won uh, his third Super Bowl. Well, second at the time. Um but, yeah, is they were literally just grabbing and holding and tackling early. They were hitting early. Like, they were all good players, but they were also heavily abusing the way officiating was done back then. Oh, I see. It's kind of like the, as long as you aren't the first, like, a lot of guys will, like, start, like, you know stuff on the field and as long as you're not the one who retaliates you almost never get flagged for like unsports like conduct so like there's a lot of pushing and shoving that happens after plays uh-huh. but it's always the guy who retaliates that gets the flag it's never the guy who starts it that gets the flag and so uh-huh. like they'll try and bait people into retaliation by getting them like trash talking until they get really upset and then shoving them and then the guy blows up on them and then they get the 15 yard penalty
1: yeah i could see that
0: yeah, that happens a lot. And then sometimes Miles Garrett rips your helmet off and tries to beat you to death on the field, and so then you heavily regret it. You <laughs> <Like laughs> heavily regret some, it. Sometimes sometimes you go too far. You never know.
1: You you poke the bear one too many times, and it's over. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, anyway, I started Googling uh, how many quarterbacks have been safety multiple times in the season, because I was curious if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to break the record this year. Because he, he keeps getting safetied every week. Does he? He got he safetied himself last week. He walked out of the back of the end zone. Yeah, he didn't realize that. where he was. And then this this week we we sacked him in the end zone. Got it. So he's back-to-back safeties right now. See if it continues. So uh, the San Francisco 49ers were the number one defense going into the game. Uh-huh. Going out of the game, do you know what, what rank their defense is in?
1: Fifth. 13th. Ooh! <laughs> Talk about it. I love that. I love got, that stat. They got smashed into the pile. Yeah.
0: People people are talking a lot like, how does that even happen? How do you go from first to 13th <laughs> after one game? <laughs> That's so brutal. Well it's, the answer is cause there's a lot of good defenses this year and they're all just stacked right next to each other. Yeah. Like they're all they're all trading first place back and forth every week because it's you know little minus minuscule changes.
1: I was like, weren't they pretty hurt? Wait, we were pretty hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they surprisingly got healthy right before the game. Or they had a lot of guys playing injured, which yeah. is more likely, but yeah. I, I normally like end of or late season buys, but I'm kinda happy the Chiefs aren't playing this week so I can kinda take a break. Yeah. Kind of need some days off during the weekends coming up. I didn't realize that next weekend is uh Warfare already. Yup. Just sneaks up on you. Who all is going? Aaron, Perrin, me,
1: Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Cool kids. Cool kids.
0: Are we all carpooling?
1: No. Uh, okay. No, I'm I'm taking my friend um, from Atlanta.
0: I feel like Atlanta is not on your way from
1: your house to warfare. No, he's flying in.
0: <laughs> he's flying to Kansas City, and then you're driving to St. Louis?
1: Yeah, he's flying in a day early. So he's hanging out and see the kids and stuff. He's the like godfather of my kids.
0: Oh, okay. I was like, why don't you just drive to St. Louis a, a day early and meet him there? <laughs> He's going to fly out from kids? St. Louis.
1: Yeah, but no, he he knows my family and stuff, so. Okay. But cool. how, I'm trying to think, I don't I don't know where you live exactly now, but, I mean, if you were cruising by this direction, you could definitely carpool with me, but I'm not going outside of going there. No, yeah, like, you're on the way, so I would just go to your house. Yeah, if you want to, that's fine. I got plenty of room, I think.
0: Okay.
1: And, I mean, we're both heading back early for the game, so that's fine.
0: That's why I was actually thinking yeah. I would bring my car and just have my car loaded with the game stuff, and then I'll park it at your place, yep. and
1: we'll just go from your place to the game. That would be fine. Yeah, it would be me, you, and uh, John. Yeah. Is he going to the game? No, he... John's okay. going back to... Uh, you he, meant you, you on the way there, not on the
0: way back. I see.
1: Yes, he was. He's not with me on the way back.
0: I was like, uh,
1: I mean, he's welcome to come. No, he's not going to the (laughs) game. But he needs a ticket. That's going to be a long-ass day. (laughs) I guess it's not going to be too bad. What time is that game on Sunday? It's a night game. Oh, well, hell, that's not going to be bad at all. No, it's really
0: not. We we won't even have to leave until, like, noon to to still get the tailgate. Yeah. (sighs) It'll be actually kind of nice because we'll just relax in the parking
3: lot. Wait, there's a game in the same weekend as Warfare, and you guys going to do both?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it starts at 7.20. It's a four-hour drive from St. Louis. So if we leave at noon, we'll get back with three hours of tailgating, probably get into the stadium, get tailgated for two hours.
1: Hmm.
0: Or we can leave at like 10 and get four hours of tailgating. Just have to see
1: how we feel about it. And it's a Titans game, so we get to like, like... fucking smash them. beat them like the 49ers (laughs) Mm. awesome
0: I was uh, on my drive home today I was contemplating my Chiefs fandom and like how easygoing it is I used to be so stressed all the time during football season (laughs) (laughs) and it's not like I never expect us to lose clearly we're going to lose some games and that's fine but like man there was some years there where it's like it majorly affected my mood because we were a bad team when we like the Todd Haley years and it was just like it was just yeah, frustrating. And so I know that some teams are in that position currently. I know, God, it sucks. Because you know, you you you're so emotionally invested in the in your team. Yeah. And but yeah, it's then there was the Andy Reid years where it wasn't dark anymore, it was happy, but still stressful. Cause you know, we were always trying to get over the hump and we we're so close. And so we we're always believing and it was just letting down. And then God, we got Pat, and it's just like, okay, well now it's just like Rainbow Christmas land every week. And it's like uh-huh. like the worst week you could possibly
1: have is still a fun week. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like we lost a game. Yeah, we're still five and yeah. two. <laughs> it's like okay. Uh
0: I I don't know if you've actually heard I actually assumed you had heard this stat. And this is the last one I'm gonna do. We can get off football. But um the number one quarterback win percentage of all time is Patrick Mahomes. Still early in his career, obviously. Yeah. With Patrick Welms. Number two is Aaron Rodgers. Makes sense. Can you guess who is
1: number three? Yeah, I listened to the podcast, the one that Kelsey's talked about it.
0: Okay. So, uh, Parker, do you want to guess?
1: Say again. Who's number three? What? Uh,
0: number three winning percentage as a QB all-time. Uh, number one is Pat. Number two is Aaron Rodgers.
3: Who's number three? Uh, Winning percentage this is hard because you got to think like who actually wins throughout the season not like who has championships and stuff.
0: Right. Um, Game wins. Just throw it out there. I would say
3: like Joe Montana. I'll just put it out there. See, see Okay.
0: Good guess. Mm -hmm. It's actually Pat when down by 10. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. There's only one QB better than Pat down by 10 and it's Aaron Rodgers and regular Pat. Not spotting the enemy team 10
3: points. That's funny.
1: Also, shout out if you enjoy football and you listen to podcasts, you need to be listening to the the Kelsey podcast. That is yeah, amazing.
0: Yeah, the, the Kelsey brothers have a podcast called New Heights. It's so Jason good. Kelsey, the Eagles Center, and Travis Kelsey, the Kansas City tight end. And uh, they're brothers, and so they obviously have great chemistry. And it's a lot like this. They basically just constantly troll each other and make jokes about football it's it's super fun to listen to they don't even get too crunchy about football so you, not at all if you're, not really even if you're not a sports fan it's just like basically current events
1: you got you know you got fat boy linemen and you've got a yeah. uh, show off and yeah half yeah. the shit
0: they talk about isn't even football related yeah
1: it, it's it's really cool kind of seeing an insight yeah. and you know their mentality of the game and how serious i love it when they're serious. talking
0: about like childhood stories when they used to get into fights he's like yeah so like like we were playing catch or something, and like you threw the ball at me too hard, and you just walked inside, like it wasn't a big deal. I just walked, I walked inside and punched you square in the face, <laughs> which in hindsight might have been a little aggressive. <laughs> and so then you picked me up and power bombed me on the kitchen floor. <laughs> and It's just like, and then my dad came running in, tried to break it up, and then we rolled over on him. He started screaming because we thought he broke we broke his ribs or something. And it's just like, what the hell? <laughs> it's definitely a rowdy bunch.
1: It's it's very entertaining.
0: Okay, off football topics.
1: Moving on. So, um, I went and saw Black Adam. Oh, uh, I will give it a strong B minus. Which for me, B-. for DC movies, that's like an A plus in the world of mo-. like yeah for DC movies. That's an A plus.
0: I mean, it's basically what if the Rock was Superman, right? Like that's. Not like the actor, like literally The Rock,
1: his persona. (laughs) If a wrestler. Yeah.
0: It's like Hancock, but instead of Will Smith's alter ego, it's just The Rock's alter ego.
1: No, it's fun. It's fun. Mm -hmm. That's all really is to it. It's fun. Like, it's just as. It has all the DC slow motion effects in that kind of weird style that DC tends to do for no fucking reason. And my kids go. Wasn't really much of a storyline, and I'm like, I know, <laughs> I know. How
0: old are your how old are your boys? They're
1: ten. Okay. They're like, it wasn't they're much like, of a. Welcome story to line. the
0: DC universe, boys.
1: And I was, I was like, yeah, but Doctor Fate was really cool, and they're like, yeah, he was cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's just stuff that's cool about it, and that's really it. Like. Like I can say yeah. it's like a B minus. It's an action. They really movie.
0: just need to lean into their lane and just have like eye candy and just move on. Like, quit trying so hard because you're just making it worse. And
1: they're straight up li- like, there's characters that were in the other ones now. So they're linking them all together, Marvel style. And I'm like, yeah. what's the fucking point? Like, they're so thin. The characters mm-hmm. are so thin. You don't give a shit about none of them. Like, well, I was telling
0: Parker this at the, the game store the other day. Um, I've been watching the Harley Quinn animated show on, on HBO which uh-huh. by the way if you don't watch that show is straight gold.
2: Is like, it is good? It's the best thing That show is DC amazing. has
0: ever done in any in any aspect. Really. Let, in my let's opinion. let's be it fair. It is so good.
3: Let's be fair though. It doesn't matter what skin is on there. I don't I ignore yeah. the DC skin. It's actually cuz it does, right. they they don't really It's actually
0: just a really well-written show yes. that takes place in a joke version of the DC universe. Yes. Which is why it's good because it pokes fun at itself constantly. Constant. And they address the issues and, like, yeah, we know this is a paper thin character. Yeah. They joke about it. It's like, you have no personality. You're just a dry, boring, talking person. In two episodes, they have done more character development for Bruce Wayne than the entire history of the Bruce Wayne character combined. Is it a brand new a, show? It's no. season three of oh, okay. an animated okay. show. Yeah, it's newer. But yeah, it's um, voiced by the girl from Big Bang Theory, Kaylee Kuko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know who voices Ivy, but she does a really good job. And whoever voices Bane needs to win like nine Emmys <sighs> oh or something. Oh, my gosh. Bane, oh, really? I, Bane is the best. I am nearly crying laughing every time Bane is on screen. Oh, Lord. <laughs> He's so funny. Because they, they they combine the old animated show Bane with the the, the Chris Nolan Bane. Oh, God. And it's...
1: It's amazing. Nice. <laughs> it's
0: so good. What
1: well, did yeah, you watch? Co- like, speaking of things that DC did well, this that just must be two continents of thought. Like, because did you see the Teen Titans Go movie? I didn't know they made a movie. It's hilarious. It is okay. super, super funny and smart okay. and witty. And like, I like bought it. Like, I own it because it's just so cool. And yeah, like so much of it is garbage, like Black Adam as a movie. I'll never watch it again unless my kids watch it, like not mm-hmm. worth a second watch. It's interesting and fun for one time. You know, it's like but done. it's like if
0: you had done like uh was it is it the Nolan Justice League who made the Snyder, the Snyder cut of uh-huh. Justice League, but also edited out all the story and just watch all the fights. Yeah, like, it'd, probably, it'd probably be fine. But because they're, they're, there's, it's four hours and not yeah. two hours, it's such a hard watch.
1: And there's a kernel of story in Black Adam, just enough to go, mm-hmm. okay, but the characters, it doesn't make any sense why everybody shows up. Like, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Like, Hawkman, really? Like, I don't, okay, none of it. Like, if I hadn't played so much Injustice 2, that fighting <laughs> game, yeah. I wouldn't have known mm-hmm. who any of those dudes were. But it just yeah. happened I did.
0: Um, Jeremy, you should really try it just watch the first episode of Harley Quinn. Oh,
1: I totally will. I'm I'm always hey. into something interesting. Like, will it's
0: all... you watch it by next week though? I want to talk about it next week.
3: Yeah, I'll watch it. It's oh also the whole thing it's also exactly your style. The very yeah, very I'm... irreverent, very uh in your face, joke, joke, joke. It's good. Yeah. Is so, it so adult did, style or is it just silly? Oh, very adult. It is One hundred percent young
0: adult at minimum. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, if you, your kids probably wouldn't
3: get it. If you in fact, va- well, yeah, I mean, Rick if you, and Morty if you or yeah, 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 it's, it's okay. It's actually, I think it's more highbrow than even like Rick and Morty style. I think it is. Yeah. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, because no, it, I think Rick and Morty is better, but it is yeah. in that same genre. Okay. It's 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 in the area. I'll watch You it. could not I'll
3: watch it. You could not think this is funny unless you're an adult. Like. Dude, there's so many jokes only make uh-huh. more fun. It's very clever. I got it. Yeah. Uh, well, also the context, like the Bane, one of Bane's funniest bit is uh, every day he goes to Starbucks and he gets a latte and the Joker pays the guy who works a Latte to write bang on his cup instead of bang. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Latte he for gets... bang. And he goes, you know my name, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I come here every day. He goes whatever, bang. <laughs> he gets to and goes <laughs>
1: <he> goes
0: <laughs> and so then he goes back to the the Legion of Doom and tries to requisition a bazooka to blow up the Starbucks, yeah. and they won't give it to him because Joker's in charge of the Legion of Doom. Yeah, oh and God. he's it's like the long troll, and he's like, I shall get my vengeance. <laughs> yeah. Like.
3: It's amazing. It doesn't matter what my name is. What matters is my plan. And my plan yeah. is to ruin this Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, I dig that. It's, I'll
1: watch it. It's,
0: yeah. Aaron, you should give it a shot, too. Is it on your list? It is now. He's... He's
1: we do know that his list includes a garbage scale. So yeah. my B minus might be an. This F- gets a
0: negative seventeen point three slash five. And you're like, what? He's like, yeah, it's a four. Why didn't you say four then? <laughs> what uh service is it on? Uh HBO Max. Yeah, that's not gonna Jer- Jeremy will give you his login. <laughs> then it might happen. I'm not giving the world my login. <laughs> I'll give it out on air. God damn it. <laughs> Mistakes
1: were made. (laughs) I also finally watched a good horror movie last night. If you're into horror movies.
0: Ooh, can I guess? Go ahead. Blair Witch Project.
1: Ooh, no. (laughs) What a weird game. Brand brand new on HBO as well. Barbarian, very good.
0: Mm. It's a horror movie called Barbarian. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. And it just came out. It has tons of people in it, you know, and it is a very interesting in like the whole time you're going, Oh my god, no, no way, don't do that. No, no I mean you're like it's classic horror where you're like, don't do that. And just kind of constantly like shaking your head going, Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're just like,
0: I would just run into like, like, yeah. like my house, the house I boss haunted. So now I don't own a house like that would be yes. like, I've, mo- I've now moved to Amsterdam and I don't oh, own yeah. the house anymore. Like, but they decide to live there and fight out the ghosts. And you're like,
1: what? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. A lot, a lot of like, nope. you fucking kidding like,
0: me. Uh, he yeah, like, yeah, so I just bought this house, and this weird girl climbed out of a mirror. He's like, so now I have fire insurance on my house. And <laughs> I dropped a lot of rags in a trash can, air quotes, and then the yeah. house blew up. <laughs> now I have insurance money to buy a new house.
1: Exactly. Yeah, the name of it is okay. real weird. It's very strange, but once you watch it, it all makes sense. It's good.
3: I think... I'm just. I think that horror movies have run out of all of these single noun titles like like when when th- the thing was like an interesting title I think that's, that's like the words. beginning of the end it doesn't matter articles don't matter. the point is the point is like now the horror movies part of the genre is they always use like really clippy Grudge. yeah the ring yeah alien insidious insidious yeah yeah uh, they they use very very simple
0: to keep it really activity. short
3: right um, Chud, the house on the hill. Yeah, human centipede. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Really? I guess. I guess what I'm saying is, um, you never like you never see like horror movie by Sapphire. Like that's not like the the full title is it's going to be. Mm. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see like how far away the names will get from the content of the horror movie. Like barbarian seems a little odd, right? Like I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's not a barbarian. It's not featured in the movie. yep you're no you're incorrect oh there is a barbarian in the movie
0: arnold shows up
1: and that's when he gets scared is it stop spoiling the horror movie (laughs) yeah it's like the
0: worst kind to spoil
1: yeah don't yeah you find out all of that all of the good stuff is there you you just check it out if you enjoy horror movies at all
0: so at the end of the movie everyone who had sex dies you're like oh spoilers fuck aaron did you watch anything interesting I just finished uh, Jessica Jones season one. Oh, God. That means he's got like nine more seasons. Oh, wait. No, Jessica Jones. I'm thinking Veronica Mars.
2: (laughs) Nope. Finish that one. Okay. Did you like season one? Uh, I did, but I like Daredevil better. That's fair. It's a better show. The answer is yes. Uh, You're correct.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Tell him what he's won. (laughs) Yeah. It's Daredevil season two. (laughs) That is next. Yeah. Uh, so just stop watching Jessica Jones now. Uh, she's number eight on the list of thirteen seasons. So oh, it it gets real bad. Oh, does it? It's it's real hard to watch. Season three is even worse.
3: There's a season three of Jessica Jones. Yeah, there it's is. Real bad. Really?
0: Oh no! Wait, maybe season no. two was worse. I think I thought season, season three. Jessi-
3: I thought season three of Jessica Jones was The Defenders. I thought that's kind of what it was.
0: Oh well, you can call it that, but there is a season three. I'm pretty sure. Huh. There is. Yeah. Because I think season two is her mom, right?
2: I haven't watched it yet. Thanks for spoiling. <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> well, it's the first episode. Like It's not, it's not a spoiler. It's just like the, uh, the No, the that's plot. a spoiler.
3: I think you can go ahead and be, you know, you can do spoilers.
0: I can't remember who, what the other one. Oh, the other one's about, okay, yeah, her friend. That's the plot of the second one. It's all about her Her friend. That one was okay. The, the second one was really bad. And the third one was not good at all. But it wasn't as bad, and then the first season was really good. I thought
2: mostly just because David Tennant carried the show. He did a really good job. I didn't. I don't mm-hmm. like mind control as a. No, yeah, a, the the character. Construct.
0: The character's is garbage, but he carried the role so hard that yeah. he made it interesting. But so just because of his performance in that, I went and watched all the things where he's the bad guy. And they all sucked. It's <laughs> <So> like <laughs> this is the only one he was ever good at. I was like, damn it. I just wanted to rekindle that moment. Okay.
3: There is not a better bad guy I think ever portrayed than the Marvel the MCU's Wilson Fisk. He he like kills Vincent. That. Yeah. He kills that so hard. It's um the scene at the end of Daredevil 1 where he's in the the cop car telling the story of the good Samaritan. It that might be one of the coolest bad guy scenes I have ever seen ever. It is so good It just, just thinking about it blows me away
0: Again, like Netflix casting Casted amazing actors For throwaway dumb villains And like completely saved the role <laughs> uh, Cause like Jake was telling me Or maybe it was you Was telling me about um, How stupid Will Fisk is In like the comics Cause yeah. he's like I have like You know 80 million dollars I need to keep safe So he puts it in a vault In like a floor safe and then he to to lock it, air quotes, he covers it with a giant iron door that only he is strong enough to lift and it doesn't lock. He's just the only one that can lift it. So immediately like Rhino steals all of his money because he's a superhuman and it's like, <laughs> What a fucking idiot. Like <laughs> just and he's like real mad. It's like, What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it's like there's a hundred people in New York that could lift this, you idiot. Yeah. Not to mention, like, dissolve the door with magical powers. Yeah, like, he, come on.
3: He's a very. Uh, like, he suffers from the era he was created in. Like, mm-hmm. the era they created in, the idea of, like. Uh, He's a supposed mob. to be, like, Al yeah. Capone, right? Yeah, yeah. The era he was created in, he, he was a caricature of a mob boss. and And his, like, cool thing was he was also a sumo wrestler. Like, that was. Like, they they, they they were reaching really hard. In more modern mm-hmm. versions, they honestly just, you know, I think they just more or less borrow Vincent D'Ofrio's version, right? super, yeah. super sinister. Like, one of my favorite things in, in one of the, uh, at one point, um, in when, at one point, no reason, no context needed, a dark dimension is covering up New York City and so nobody can get in or out it's super dark all the time and you know anarchy in the streets there's no martial law because no nobody can do anything and so who actually rises up to give some sort of order to the city but Kingpin like he actually reemploys all of his criminal syndicate to keep order he like punishes crime and like and basically starts doing social services. He fills the role of a social service and criminal enforcement agency, and he's not doing a bad job. He's actually 100% just being a good Samaritan for the entirety of this terrible situation that's going on. And the whole point is to very insidiously drum up goodwill for himself. Like every single time, every single time he saves a group of people from anarchists or, uh, or, or provides food for the needy, you know, he, he says this is from Wilson Fisk, you know, and like that kind of shit is awesome. Right. Like what a mm-hmm. so much of a better and then villain. runs
0: for mayor six months
3: later. Right, right. What a better yeah. villain than, you know, I, you know, I'm the owl. I'm going to go rob from this bank. And you're like, no, he's he's really amazing villain. But again, this is like in the past five years. This is like his version. Yeah. In the Ultimates universe, he hates Spider-Man. So much, and to get back at him, he buys the licensing rights for Spider-Man's name, and he owns all the Spider-Man merchandise. Wilson Fisk owns the name Spider-Man, and he he merchandises. He's he's responsible for this movie franchise and all these all the lunch boxes and the commercials, the candy with his face on it, all that stuff. All that money goes back to Wilson Fisk. That's how he like gets back at Spider-Man is by just owning his name, literally, and making a huge amount mm-hmm. of profit, which, of course, he then uses to launder and, you know, facilitate a criminal uh, criminal empire. And just like, what a great villain. What a cool, modern criminal. Um, but yeah, not the way he started.
0: Cool. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into it. Because <coughs> everyone's sick. You guys got to quit, quit being sick.
3: I'm, I'm sick. not sick. You I'm threw you up this. earlier. You literally. Oh, that—that's right. I did. I did get very terribly <laughs> sick. You're so Jesus sick, you Christ. fucking forgot. When I think the word "sick," it's so weird. When I think the word "sick," I think of only instantly like sinus. The you're like, I'm that... not
1: sick. It's like, bro, your arm fell off. Oh, Yeah, you're <laughs>
0: like Baby Groot when they come out of the jump gate, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, throws <laughs> sort of all over himself. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, I was definitely incredibly ill earlier, and I cannot even. Because that's just like my normal now, right? Just being ill. It, my, well, that's his, what
1: I was telling Brandon. I'm like, well, of course he's sick. He's always sick. Yeah. Someone in your house is usually deathly sick.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got up from your computer and walked away, and it kind of like cut out slash you talked really quickly, and I wasn't paying attention. And so I looked up, and I was like, what did he just say? I was like, Jeremy, did you just say he's going to go get a bag to throw up in? Like, what <laughs> the fuck? He just walks away like, from his yeah, computer what else like, he there's say? no big deal. Yeah
1: what else would he have said? I don't know.
0: Yeah. So uh back on the topic of movies, um what was is it The Martian is the one with Matt Damon where he gets stranded on Mars? Mm-hmm. And he's a botanist? Mhm. So I was looking at botany today and uh apparently some trees are actually really hard to grow. Um Parker, do you know which trees can be a handful? No, which ones? Palm trees. <laughs> I feel like Parker was nine steps ahead on that one. Yeah. And Jeremy was like, What's going on? And he's like, I know I'm gonna hate it. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: just Jeremy, just 'cause they're they're palm
1: trees. Oh, is that what it was about? <laughs> is that, that's what it was about? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I cannot wait for warfare. I'm just gonna follow you around with a camera the whole time. <laughs> just watch God. you just deadpan jokes all day.
1: I I hope no one who listens to this podcast is fucking there either, because that will be everyone sort of that tells you a
0: dad night. joke, I'll give a free t-shirt to. Jesus Christ, please. <laughs> They're not gonna be infamous t-shirts, just FYI. They're just, just my t shirts. Old shirts. <laughs> old shirts it's like this is a polo from my last job here you go it's like can you can you please not i'm doing it it'll be people like what if we give a free beer to everyone who tells you a
1: joke oh my god please don't
0: well but just you could also drink a beer with all of them and that way you'll just be blackout drunk by the end of it you won't have to suffer
1: yeah wow what a fun game y'all could we please do that (laughs) jesus christ
0: I agree. That would also be a fun game.
1: Ugh. You know what? Maybe just on the team tournament day. I could get Blackout Drunk yeah. on that day.
0: Yeah. Did you guys decide what you're playing I'm gonna yet? be I'm gonna be the worst. Do partner, we have a plan Parker. yet? Uh no. yeah. We have I have a plan. Played, We're played three show games and I've played three games in three months. What do you think? I'm debating even putting my stuff in the car tomorrow. <laughs> like <laughs> it's not even gonna be worth it. Why not really? I've, We're done with everything, right? Yeah, that's what that means.
3: Really you wouldn't you wouldn't play a game of MCP at a con? No. I no, I mean to tomorrow, that. not for the convention. I'm
0: going to take my stuff to the convention. Oh, I thought that's what you meant. Like you weren't even going to put your no, stuff no. in your car. No, I'm I mean for, like when I get done unloading my car in the morning. So, like the reason I was 10 minutes late to the podcast was I had to drive an hour and 30 minutes to get here. And before that, I was I was unloading and cleaning an entire house, basically, like the entire bottom half of a house for the, the previous six hours. And then it was like, I went to stop for food on the way back. I stopped at a Freddy's because it was just on the side of the highway. I was like, whatever, I'll get a steak burger because that actually sounds good, even though I hate Freddy's. Like, they're, they're a terrible restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so I, I get in there, I pull up, I was like, all right, well, I'll get this and then like a shake and just whatever. And they're like, okay, $12. I'm like, how the fuck is that $12? Whatever. So I I pull half a car forward and wait in line for 10 minutes. The line moves zero inches in 10 minutes. I just like, fuck this drive away. (laughs) It's like, I'm in a hurry. Like, I'm already going to be fucking late. And so I keep going down the highway. And now there's a Taco Bell in Platte City. So I stop in Platte City for a Taco Bell. And I get number seven, which is a quesadilla meal. I have never had a quesadilla weigh three pounds before. (laughs) If you guys ever had like these miracle late night Taco Bell workers that don't give a shit about how much shit they put on oh. your quesadilla. And oh it's just like, this is the heaviest quesadilla I've ever felt. Like it was hard to eat. It was so full. Like I was like, holy shit. I just now realized that I've actually given out the address to that Taco Bell and someone might get in trouble. Don't that was a good <laughs> employee. Don't don't penalize that employee.
3: One time uh, I went to a uh, Burger King in Lawrence because everything in Lawrence is open 24 seven because of how many people mm-hmm. are always up late. Yeah. It's the college. Yeah. And so we went to a Burger King uh, with some friends of mine. This was like, this half the bars had closed and I was DDing, and no one was shit faced, but you know, we had a good time and it was like two thirty, and we drive up with this Burger King and we pull up <laughs> and, and there's I, I talk to the speaker thing and it doesn't do anything like it doesn't say anything and I say like hello you're there and like nothing like no static no nothing and all of a sudden I hear from the window like fifty you know yards away just pull around like he's yelling out the window to us and I'm like okay mm-hmm. so we pull over to this guy and it's just some guy like no Burger King outfit no like no like bill or brim no like shirt that has a logo it's nothing it's just some guy it's just yeah. some guy and he's like hey what do you guys want and we're like uh could you get like four burgers and and like uh just like fries with that and and he's like no 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 we got all kinds of stuff what what kind of things would you like and we're like what what, <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean why would you what <laughs> he goes here and he just starts unloading just ass loads of food at us, just like he's like, "You guys want chicken nuggets?" And he just starts handing us like twelve piece chicken nuggets, and we're like, "And, and we're like, what? Uh, I guess we can eat these." Like, are you supposed to be? <laughs> are you supposed to be giving these to us? And he goes, "Oh yeah, oh yeah," and he just keeps handing us food. And <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it's like there's a hostage situation yes! inside. He just tried to get rid of you. Yes, we were just like, is this? Are they being? Is this, did somebody break into the Burger King? Or what? Like he never explains himself. He just insists on giving us a bunch of food. And we're college kids. So we're super poor. We're like, just thanks a lot, I guess. <laughs> Everybody in the back seat was floored. Like, why did we keep handing us food? Like, they don't get that I'm just, I keep passing them things. We're like, why was all this food ready? We didn't even tell them what we wanted. It's just like, it's just. I have an order. Just, this isn't what I wanted. Just, they just have, like, piles of nuggets and, like, uh, biscuits and salads. Just random shit. And, and so and like, and he's like, see ya. And he closes the window and I'm like, uh, okay. And I pull away and the, everyone in the car like comes to, and it's like, what just happened? And I was like, I don't know. I think, I, we think just we saw, like, I think we just saw Burger King get robbed. <laughs> and, so, and We were participating and they were like, cool with us being there. Like, I like the picture, like we ran over the, like, cause they have those little, uh, pressure sensors next to the the drive through window, mm-hmm. right? That's how they know you're there. And like yeah. a, a little bing, a little, like ding dong, like it happened in, the, in there. Like, oh shit, somebody's here. What do we do? And like, let's give them some food. <laughs> it's like throw open the window, just pull around.
0: Uh, in my uh, one of my first jobs, I was working a uh, fast food at a Quiznos subs, and I was talking to one of my other employees, and he was like, yeah, like. I didn't get trained my first two weeks on the job. And so, like, I came into work and I was here for like five minutes. And I was like, the guy had me doing dishes. And he's like, hey, I got to step out real quick. And then he left for three hours. And, like, that was the manager. He's, and they, so, he's the only person there, someone who's worked there for five minutes with no training and has only done dishes. And so, people start walking in wanting food. And he's like, uh, I don't know how to make anything like I don't know what I'm doing shit and then and then so they all just left it's like for two and a half hours a guy was basically sitting in a chair behind the counter of a sub place and just when people come he's like I can't make food oh man and so eventually one guy came he's like yeah let me get the uh the number three he's like no no I can't make any food he's like why can't you make any food you're sitting right there he's like "No, no I don't know what I'm doing he's like oh well, I know how to make it. And he's like, okay, go for it. And the guy comes by the counter. He's like, make it his own food. Wow.
3: <laughs> like, yeah, that's horrific. Good. Well, at Quiznos, self-codes. that's right. At Quiznos, you can see them make the food. So if you've been there enough, yeah. you could probably just put it
0: together, right? Well, I, I've been at, since I worked there for a while, I've been to many Quiznos and I'm like, can I just make it? You're doing a really bad job. Like <laughs> like the quality mm. difference of a good Quiznos and a bad Quiznos is insane. Huh. Like, the good Quiznos is like some of the best sandwiches I've ever had. Bad Quiznos is like, I will not eat this.
3: Uh, Quiznos it's has really annoying. Quiznos has by far my favorite advertising campaign of anything I think ever. It was those stupid, like weird ass lemur things. Hey, it's Quiznos subs! I don't know why. I never saw any of those. Oh, you those never well. saw any of those commercials? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That... I only know the mm,
0: mm, mm, toasted, like that's. Oh, the right, because that's that's the
3: like motto thing, yeah. Yeah, but that quiz, those weird ass quizzes. I you would hate these commercials. So I'm gonna send one to you right now. I probably <laughs> would, yeah. You would. So I ate the same sandwich
0: every day for like three and a half years when I was working there, because I worked like every day, because you know, I was, like out of high school, and so I was working like three hour shifts every day and just fitting in gaming in between and um i ate a uh, chicken carbonara which is uh they had this amazing alf- bacon alfredo sauce was the base so it's like a bacon alfredo sauce dressing on the bread then it's um marinated mesquite chicken bacon pepper jack cheese and garlic salt and it is so i just talking about it my mouth is watering like it's so good uh i ate it every day for 3 years and then i every time I go there, I still get the same fucking sandwich. It's so good.
2: So I have an interesting sub story. Another one on the subject. Last Ooh. weekend uh, up in uh, Nebraska for a blood bowl, went to Subway for lunch. And uh, I always get my subs not toasted. Mm-hmm. Just what the, like the meat and cheese warmed up. Um, and you know, like one person does half of it, then they like slide it over to the other person and they, they do all the vegetables mm-hmm. and stuff. So this uh, young woman gets, to, gets my sandwich while the meat's still cooking. And uh, you know I tell her everything I want on it, and she, she's just heaping the shit on there. I'm like, okay, I have no fucking clue you're gonna put all this meat in there, but mm. we'll, we'll see. Like I'm the kind of person that likes to just see what other people are gonna do. Um. Anyway, so she finally like stuck. Whole- it's way overflowing. Uh, she mm. cuts. She she tries to fold it to cut it in half, and it ha- everything falls out. And yeah. then she's got to try to figure out how to get it into the basket because we're gonna eat. We eat in. Yeah. So she takes it. And she just dumps it, <laughs> topping side down in the basket, so it's oh got the God. bread on the top, and it looks perfect. And I'm like, "That was not the appropriate solution <laughs> to that problem." That's awesome. Well, yeah. Let me grab a fork to eat my fucking sandwich now, because you just gave me a bread bowl. Eat this, stupid. You were so
0: happy until you saw the execution. Yeah, I was just like, "I like, want to see what you do." Okay, didn't want to see that. Oh well. I get so I get so annoyed when I watch people try and fold sandwiches, and they're like, oh. Huh. I better be careful because it's bread. Like they don't yeah. know how to fold Just something. I'm like, how bad can you be at manual dexterity? Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs>
1: like, I feel like what you witnessed is exactly how I feel every time. Every <laughs> time I go to, Ch- it, I go to Chipotle, day. like they're like filling it, filling it, filling it. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that's too much. And they're like filling it, filling it. And I'm like, that's, this is not going to work. Then this guy just <laughs> grabs one end of it, like a fucking fitted blanket, right? And just like, rah, rips it across, tears it across, folds it, folds it, folds it, rolls it. And I'm like, it, just I'm like holy it, shit, it's it working. Now. And then it's like, boom, it's on the plate or whatever, and it's perfect. I'm like, oh my god, I just witnessed a miracle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I feel the opposite. I get a bowl, and I feel like they intentionally put half as much in the bowl. And I'm like, but why? Like, it holds more. Like but they put less in it. I know because it's not part but of the. Then you this get the tortilla, they and they that. like rip the tortilla in nine places, trying to roll it up. And like, why <laughs> did you put more in the tortilla? It's like, <laughs> I'm getting less food. Give me more. <laughs> anyway, burrito bowls are the way to go. If you don't know about the burrito bowl and Chipotle, don't have them wrap it in old, gross bread. Just eat it out of a bowl. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it for us today. Do you guys have anything else you want to chat about? Did no. did
3: uh, did we get to talk about She-Hulk last time? Did we talk about She-Hulk or not?
0: No, because Aaron had not finished it.
2: Still haven't. Yes,
3: oh. he, he still has not because he's an Aaron. Okay, still has not finished it. That was that was my last thing. Yeah. I really really want to talk to someone about She-Hulk, but I get it. You're gonna make me angry. You wouldn't like. You when you're angry. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk to somebody about the end. I, I thought it was. I thought it was. That's all I'll say. I want to talk to somebody about the end. I thought it was. I thought it was.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna put that in here. I'm artwork. trying I'm trying Hold really wait. hard not quote, to spoil things. I thought it was dot 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 end quote dash one who parks. I'm trying really hard not to spoil. That's in things. the show notes now. That's it's in the show notes. Good job. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. We can talk about it tomorrow. Before Aaron gets there at open. I was gonna say that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Yep. Okay. Uh, hold on. Yeah, we're not done yet. Okay, like I, I can't
2: I can't click the X button, that'd be bad.
0: That would be bad. <laughs>